In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. The TreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska Chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. So, so when when did the tap room? I guess when was that? When did that change happen? Oh, uh, uh, the expansion or the no oh. the no downtown thing? Yeah, the no downtown thing. <coughs> um, we we uh, have NDA on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no monkey. The monkey in the room. Yeah, the monkey. Yeah. The monkey got in uh, in the place. Uh, it, we we kind of had to close the partnership. Uh, okay. In, in the first of November. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was okay. it was really it was kind of like it was really heartbreaking for us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think COVID just really fucked up 
restaurant's ability to be profitable and, you know, being downtown. So, you know, we weren't associated with the restaurant side, but we, we mm. did, we did have that tap room on the other side and, you know, with the restaurant closing, we had, you know, we had to leave. So it's a bummer, but yeah. on positive side, you know, the uh, Kodiak thing is killing it. Yeah. Oh, I was dude. so good to see Gideon. Nice. Yeah. I had yeah. the nicest chat with him, dude. Yeah. Like I got to get the full because you know we've heard the the updates and how successful it's been. Yeah, through your lens and what's going on. Right. But the dude with boots on the ground yeah. every day, talking about the community, the cidery. You know him working in the back making the cider. Yeah. Finally building a team that he can really count on. Oh, that's yeah. getting the work done. Yeah. The relationship with the brewery across the street and how the healthy that is. Yep. Oh, dude, I give him the biggest hug, man. I was just, you could just tell there's like relief and there's happiness and like it's all coming together finally, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Does yeah. that sound right? For no, it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, uh, it's something the community in Kodiak needed, like a little bit of vibrancy, and it needed to come from within. You know, Kodiak mm -hmm. Git is a Kodiak guy, yeah. So, um, so that was really unique. And what's really great is, and I, you know, we get this in a big town, but I think in the small town, you, you give it that kind of intimate feedback, you know, yeah. And he gets it often. It's like almost multiple times a week people will thank him for opening it you know yeah and i mean that's just really cool when someone's like yeah. not only willing to like come and enjoy your product at your place but then also thank you for yeah for doing it and all the hard work yeah yeah he and he's doing cool stuff you know he gets to screw around with a lot of um kind of project ciders because he's making small volumes oh right so uh yeah he has this uh whiskey uh, barrel aged uh it's a bourbon barrel aged cider that's on tap right now and the the barrel came from anchorage distillery but uh, kellen who was at anchorage distillery and now works for good down there uh, mm. brought the barrel and it, it turned out really good he had it at the meat party oh did he yeah he brought a, a couple oh, of was that was that what that big can he had yeah that was a crowler yeah, okay he's like he stuck it in it. the snow and i oh, thought yeah. it, i thought it was the dry yeah, because the, the extra dry. Because he got to pick whatever can he wanted as the crowler can, and so he oh, took okay. the, him and Galen took the extra dry can and then modified it for, and it says Kodiak. Oh, it does. But I didn't yeah, even notice yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool little can. I didn't get to. Can. I didn't get to drink much this weekend, man. <laughs> you didn't? No. Dude, I, dry I, weekend I, for you. I milked three beers over. Oh, good for you. Over what? I started at five in the. And we left at one, like one forty, one thirty, one forty. Oh snap! Oh, oh, time out. <laughs> Speaking about that, yeah, yeah. Oh, let me get fail. caught up. up yeah. here. The whole herd's coming in now. <laughs> well, oh. what I what I realized with the growth and expansion of the meat party, um, and what I noticed, you guys were also in the loop because I felt like I talked to you guys like twice. Yeah, the entire night. Yeah, <laughs> because. I wanted to I wanted to make sure everybody was welcomed and, yeah. and and thank them for coming. Yeah, yeah. Which I genuinely really appreciated people taking the time out of a beautiful Saturday yeah, in March. Yeah. They could have been skiing, riding, ice fishing, mm -hmm. snowshoeing. Uh, I mean, dude, Saturday was a fucking epic. Mm -hmm. Alaskan spring. Day. Yeah, it was nice. And it looks like you had a huge group show up. Yeah. Overall, yeah, I felt like maybe from the start to finish, maybe two hundred people probably cycled through there I, i'd say at least that yeah yeah at least and i mean the venue was epic the 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 weather yeah i mean and our apologies to some people that 
maybe didn't get the invite because we forgot or we missed it. Like yeah. as you go down yeah, your list of your phone yeah, or your Instagram list, right Tyler hit me up. He's like, looks like you're having a good time. And I was like, oh, oh no. man. <laughs> I was like, come down. He's like, I'm in Soldatna. So our apologies because lots of people hit up, us up afterwards. Like, oh, I want to come next year. I want to come next yeah. year. And, and totally, it's you're invited next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just like you just forget or you right. just – pass someone by you got yeah. so many like, people on your list yeah, yeah. friends yeah yeah and, and you, we have to keep it a private party you know there's some like rules around that so right well, yeah we're not going not. full denina yet yeah yeah you yeah know. It, well yeah. I, just like you said man it, um no offense to any guests or supporters or anybody that um you know it was just it was kind of a lot and i i think as we enter into year three We've learned a lot on in terms of preparing an event and a venue and, and the preparation that goes into that. So we're just going to get better and better, and we're learning as we go. And um, But on that note, big-ass thank you to everybody that came, that mentioned, that uh, provided a giveaway for door prizes, mm-hmm. took the time to come, um, even those that couldn't make it to to – you know, throw a text or call or an email. Hey, can't make it, but thanks yeah. for the invite. Like all that, just uh, and the food, man. man just yeah. like the preparation. I, I was going there next. If yeah. someone's going to bring the food, you got to tell it out. You got to defrost it. You got to yeah. think yeah. about what you're going to make. You yep. got to yeah. time it right so it's coming in hot. Yep. You needed to use the grill or the oven or yeah. the stove. I mean, I'm sure there was some stress on yeah. people to do that to yeah. make something. And I in that time frame, I felt like the first timers did a really good job of making food. Did you guys do a best taste award or anything like that? <laughs> we didn't, but a lot really of people were asking yeah. about that. Yeah. Next year we need to make like do some coins, you know, like different oh, color coins. You like you get like a gold coin that's worth like ten points and a silver worth five and a bronze worth one. And yeah. then whoever has the most in their little jar at the end. Yeah, they win. And you come in, you get a little baggie with them or something. That that's again an improvement there that like needs to, needs to be made and yeah, um, just build the pressure on it. It helps too so if folks got like something to suggest yeah because like we're just thinking about the venue and getting make sure we got beer and the table set up and the dj shows up on time and yeah the the prizes it was just like a lot and but you're right a taste um you know to to announce a winner and having a maybe a prize or some sort of compensation for that or something would be cool like yeah, because so many. Got to build a, a trophy and it gets passed on. Yeah, year, we need a belt. Know? Oh, yeah, belt. we need the belt. meat belt. That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. The meat oh, belt. Yeah. yeah, dude, the belt. It, and yeah. we, uh, the other thing about that venue, you know, we didn't use any of the ice. Like we could have gone out on the ice right there, and like oh, yeah. had like shuffleboard or you know uh, the the beanbag mm-hmm. game or whatever set mm-hmm. up out there, and so you could have like some other like inter- more entertainment stuff. It, it just helps people mingle a little bit. No, that's a good point. Yeah. And I I think I think uh with just a little bit more planning um felt like we had it all covered and then would, in hindsight you're like, "Oh man." It was an excellently executed party. Yeah. And I don't think anyone were And the food was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The food was <laughs> Sheepherd's was pie. Oh yeah, I saw I that. Mean, that looked good. I got I came home with that. Oh, you did? Yeah. All oh, right. Huh? I, I opened that up last night and I'm like, "Ooh." <laughs> because <laughs> i didn't get to have any and uh i wasn't sure the girls would like it you uh-huh. know because mom went out of town on yeah. vacation so i'm on full like yeah. i'm doing breakfast lunch and dinners you know sheepers and, <laughs> so i busted it out i was like you guys want to try this and they're like 
I don't know. So I warmed him up a bowl and scarfed it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. You mean you didn't bring him the Rocky Mountain Oysters? <laughs> oh, those got mopped oh, up. Man, that was, was a that was a dude, hit, wasn't that it? That was a hit, man. Every single girl in there was like they wanted to try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The videos of the people trying it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um big shout out to the mayor, Adrian, oh, for yeah, coming through man. with that and just Can this, I just officially this, make him the MVP? Yeah. Bro, he was MVP, man. This MVP, guy put in bro. like 18 hours oh, and totally. that was just there like mm-hmm. not even all oh, the pre oh, yeah yep. like loading a smoker up in the back of his ram pickup and dragging yeah. it into town like yeah. that was a feat i mean the guy did own. the crawdads the gator the sheep the rocky mountain oysters just like where did he get the gator um it's from a um, big shout out also to uh yep. la crawfish LA crawfish um louisiana crawfish down there they ship that stuff um, all across the United States and big shout out to them because the first order they came, it was, there's like some sort of delay, um, with whatever that fed, I don't know who, I don't want to say who, I don't know if it was FedEx or UPS or USPS or whoever, but they came and they weren't, they were like dead and they're supposed to be live. Okay. And so they, he called them up and they just went overnighted one, like immediately. So it was there. So on the way to the meat party, they like, went to the airport yeah, yeah. and picked it up. Nah, man. So yes. and the gator's a wild yeah. gator too. Like it they, was wild yeah. invasive thing that they wild cut, catch them yep. and so they it ship wasn't them out. Farm gator. I thought it was a farm gator, and mm-hmm. then he clarified it was a wild gator. The crawfish were crawling around in the cooler. Yep. Yeah, I got video dropping the fryer in. There's like, yeah. <laughs> boom. And then, oh man, I'm not gonna tell them who. If they're listening, they might recall. But he said. uh you, you want to try some fried pickles? Yeah. <laughs> He's talking about the, the oysters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. That's the the husband and wife grab one. They're like, oh, fried pickle. We love fried pickles. They bite it. And they're just like, hmm. Best fried pickle you ever had. He walks yeah. off. But you just see the look on their face. They're like, hmm. It's not very picklish. <laughs> but the corn cornmeal, like, breading on it was mm-hmm. was that of a traditional fried pickle fried pickle style so yeah. it was yeah. like that but uh those were good How, did you guys try one i did not i missed it yeah i didn't have it i either. missed a lot of things yeah. i was yeah. so they're, busy chatting they're really too. good oh they're yeah. delicious oh yeah they were really good uh i didn't have any crawfish i screwed up on that i was a little intimidated on like how to even eat the damn things it takes a while peeling apart yeah and then uh but i did oh man i got like the burn. most epic bite of the gator mm-hmm. so i helped him peel that thing off the smoker mm-hmm. and so it was like this honest, is before or after the fire uh, after, <laughs> after. yeah we, the gator almost got torched yeah, that was yeah. that was a close call thank god you were out there and you were like close it close it so it's it, the whole, that brisket fire you get exactly yeah yeah, yeah it was dripping and caught on fire yeah close the lid so it was stuck to the grill the so it was on its like left side so it's left rear leg quarter was like it didn't want to come yeah so i i went and got a knife and i like scraped it all up and then we put it on this like thin piece of um, cardboard Mm -hmm. and then we had hot pads and so we like carried it out well i came back to the smoker and there was like a patch like this stuck to the grill and it just had fat meat like piled up on it so I took a knife and just carved it off, and uh-huh. I ate that whole patch of that. Nice. Oh, fuck. That burnt, burnt my tongue. <laughs> all Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. But I went and carved some more of that gator off at the end of the night, and uh, I mean, it tastes like yeah. really good pork is kind of what I mm. equate it to. Yeah. Okay. But that gator got mopped up. Oh, it all got, yeah, it did. I mean, so did the, the uh, 
The crawdads and the nuts. The the pork or the pig? Oh yeah, yeah the, pig. the pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That um, was awesome too. Who, who we give a shout out to? Uh, that is uh, Ravy. Ravy's dad. Ravy's dad. Henry. 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 He has a business of that. So if you're looking okay. to um, get a pig for your whatever nice. party or whatever, he does it as a business. I, I wish I knew the name of it. Like Shoot us John. a message if you want to. I'll get you in contact with Henry. Um, but he does the whole the yeah. whole pig. That's his like personal business. He's got an awesome smoker thing that he has like in his garage. Oh, he killed that sweet. pig. I mean, it was crazy to walk around and just see all the shit was just like some ravens cleaned it off, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was gone. God damn, that. this shit's gone. Yeah, but, that uh, that Indian uh, mule deer that uh, Philip did was pretty incredible. Oh, uh, McKinnon? No, uh, Phil Philip Widener. Yeah. And then, it was so good. Yeah, it was, dude. That. It was so good. Honestly, I barely. Ate I'm gonna anything. get that recipe. It was unbelievable. And then uh, the other thing that I thought was really uh, smart, and I'm gonna do this next year. Is you know, you get the plate, and then you put. You can only put so much stuff on it. It kind of mixes together. Well, F- Philip had done those like Delta Bison and Moose Shish Kebabs, mm-hmm. but then he and then he, he put it in like a Europe, like a gyro, that like flat bread and his own special sauce. But then oh. he wrapped them up individually, so you could just grab it and bring it back to your mm-hmm. table and stuff. So it mm-hmm. wasn't like as messy and stuff. And I yeah, thought that nice. was a pretty smart idea because then you can kind of like if you could do that with your food, you know, whatever, depending on what you bring. Yeah. Um. That then you, someone can still fill up their plate and and grab that. Yeah. yeah. So those went real fast because of that. I yeah, saw I some smart people. I saw Wes. <laughs> He's like, it's not his first rodeo. Wes yeah. has been to like every oh, yeah, party yeah. we've been, had. Like the <laughs> first .0, 1.0. And so party. he like gets his plate and I see him put it down and he goes back and grabs a to-go plate. He's like, this is for later. Uh, so yeah. he could have, cause he's like, I can't try all this now, but yeah. I still want to try this stuff. So he went oh, and like, got it to go play and like put in his trial. I was yeah, like, that's yeah, so that's smart. smart. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to miss out. Yeah. No, he really does know what's going on. Yeah. There was, um, I did get the very first Galen Nelson. Oh moose yeah. Tongue, moose tongue bulgogi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong. Uh, with tongue. I mean, it is and so he good. Yeah. Freaking. Nailed it. Yeah, I mean, it did. was like melt in your mouth tender. It was so good. And he did it very simple. It was uh, uh, le- uh what do you call that boat lettuce? Um, like a lettuce wrap. Okay, um, like all the iceberg kind of lettuce. Yeah, yeah. It, with a little bit of better rice and then the bulgogi on top and just a splash of sriracha. Mm-hmm. Simple. Yeah. I go in the kitchen. I'm cleaning off the knife and all that from the gator situation. Galen just got it all cooked up yep. and was making them individually. He's like. You want the first one? I'm like, I'd be honored. Yeah. So I got that. That was like my first, well, minus the gator that I scarfed down. But that was the first thing I got to eat from that. So that I, of the very little eating I did, I did get to try. Yeah. And then Ira's uh, was cool too, man. Ira, Ira comes in with like two supermodels. Yeah. (laughs) One on each arm. They're both (laughs) like doctors. Basically. Yeah. And they're just like, they're going to help me with this. And just like, they have them like torching the, Finishing off the the um, meat he brought. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, I was like, oh my god, Dude, I, I need got, one right now. I, I gotta see if he's got the a tomahawks. Of those, those the tomahawk, yeah, the moose yeah. tomahawks. Moose tomahawks. And then the bread he made. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, right up there with uh, Fire Island or anything that yeah. I've ever ever had. Yeah, it was good. That was amazing. Yeah, 
Ira's like, talented. It's like a DIY Brazilian steakhouse over yeah. there, you know. Yeah, oh, pretty man. much, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was fire, man. And again, sorry guys, we'll make sure you get the invite, guys and gals, get the invite next year. And yeah, a little Tyler, bit. Tyler, you will. Oh, I'll be there. All yeah, right, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> Hell yeah! I bet you can make something mean too. I bet oh, I can. I just got tell. some ideas. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out also to uh, Ira for you know he got his. Uh, um, his this the disabled moot Kincaid moose oh. hunt that he he's the one that did basically all the work for mm-hmm. it. He got it written into law last weekend. Dude, it I did just, pass. I yeah, just saw that. Yep. That's huge. So yeah. Ira, Ira huge is the one him. that did that. Ira, that's so cool. Yeah. So. Have you seen that guy ride a snow machine? No, I haven't. I know. I know he, he does ride. Us, he could put us in the dirt. Yeah. It's freaking <laughs> phenomenal. Just ripping. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's something else, man. I uh Ira leaves you zero excuses. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Like yeah. you get can't say nothing. Like, yeah. Oh man. He does it. Yeah. He's he's a badass most interesting man in the world. Yeah, there I introduced go. him to my neighbors, uh Nate and Jenny McKay. They came and uh, he brought these meatballs that just got annihilated. Yeah, like, those were good. Last. Yeah. Yeah. He had like a Chinese like chili sauce that custom sauce that he gotten from another guy uh-huh. he was kind of disappointed because i was supposed to have some kick but it didn't uh-huh. cooked out of it so he's like dead set on making it again next year right. making sure it's got the kick anyway before they left ira happened to be passing by and i introduced him to ira and showed him those interesting oh know, yeah man in the world and uh <laughs> uh post his his uh his on the um, magazine thing yeah, yeah and then uh they just found out I had a podcast. Well, I've been neighbors with them for ten years, and I, I don't, I don't go and like brag about yeah, it. Yeah, I just yeah. they found out like what the hell? All this time we didn't know. I'm like, well, I don't go like freaking, you know, advertising it, but we're gonna listen. And I said, well, you gotta listen to this guy's eye yeah, comes yeah. up, and I said, let's just say the thumbnail is a half naked picture of him in Grundines on the bow of a boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. end it there, and you yeah. figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, so, what a guy. Good, what a yeah, guy. Good times. Welcome to Alaska Wild Project episode 110. Um, today we have Tyler Bryan of yeah. Rome Wild. Yeah, how you man. guys doing? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thanks yeah, for having man. me. Stoked to have you. The man with two first it names. It took a while to get <laughs> oh, you here, too. <laughs> Give you my middle name. It's three. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. First of all, congratulations on winning the milepost photo contest. Hey, thank you. Oh, yeah. for real? Yeah, that was oh, super stoked about it. Um, yeah, just pumped. It's a photo I put a lot of work into, so I was happy to see it recognized and, yeah, excited about that. Which is that photo one on is IG? It? It's, uh, I think it's the top left one there. Yeah, that one right there. With this the glacier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. So that was... Yeah, wild night. It's been one of my, I mean, if you read the caption, it's it kind of says, is my bucket list shot. It says, ever since coming to Alaska, I have dreamt about capturing this image. I have a fascination with ice caves. The colors they produce and the glow that seems to flow out of the ice is something that mesmerizes me. Then there's the aurora. Paint strokes dancing in the night sky, lighting up the world with their magical display. So why not combine the two? Well, much easier said than done. Research, work, gear, friends, talent, skill, weather, and a hell of a lot of luck play a huge role in this undertaking. It's not perfect, but it's definitely my favorite photo, at least so far. Yeah. Did you get some tickets from Alaska Airlines, too? I did, yeah. Uh, I got right on. Two no-blackout tickets, so 
Oh, wow. We're going to do a trip to Iceland or something like that. Hell so. yeah. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Absolutely, right? man. Yeah. I, know, I, I think everyone goes to Hawaii. I'm like, oh, bring on the cold again. Yeah. yeah. Iceland's a full oh. of adventure, man. Mm-hmm. It's a really good time. Well, walk us through this picture real quick then before we that get deep into nasty, the other stuff. Dude. Yeah. So um, I don't like to give locations out a lot, but this cave is actually gone now. So I don't mind. Um, that's Melchina Glacier. Uh, oh wow! And okay. it was uh, it was actually a super popular cave the past few years. It was um, it started off just like a kind of wormhole uh-huh. tunnel, and over the you know water erosion and in the summers, it carved it out. And and that hole you see up at the top, that's just a full on hole in the roof, and there was two of them. And okay. so I knew that this was the last year the cave was going to be around. Yeah. And I was like, I've always wanted to shoot out of a cave and catch the northern lights, and I'm like, this place would be just unreal. <laughs> And so, yeah, I got a couple friends, and uh, I didn't own a snow machine at the time. This was, I think, two years ago when mm. I took this. And, yeah, loaded up snow machines and, and ripped out there, you know, brought tents. It's about a 25-mile ride. It's not super long, yeah. but it, it's, you know, it's yeah. in the dead of winter. It's was cold. It, was it mogly as shit? Oh, it was nasty. Through the trees right there? Through the trees. Oh, dude, just, that is fucking the yeah. longest ride of your life it was terrible like <laughs> and we're pulling a sled with like thousands of dollars of camera gear i had to ask because yeah. like and i've done that a couple of times oh. and it's like i just cannot wait it's to get brutal to and truck. get back onto the river and when it's flat yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah we left super early we wanted to shoot all day um got out there and then watch you know planes come in and yeah. everyone their snow machines and then it started getting dark and people are like what are you guys doing I'm like oh we're camping out here tonight yeah I'm like you're crazy like, yeah yeah we are <laughs> so no it was cool we i set up uh i set up lights um kind of the the goal behind it was to shoot this image in one single exposure okay and so if you know anything about photography a lot of images like this they shoot multiple exposures one to catch like the the light in the cave you know, a mm-hmm. longer exposure and then another exposure of the northern lights and then kind of blend the yep. two. Yep. Mm. And I'm not against that. It's still, you know, it's it's challenging to do, but I wanted to try and capture it all in one click of the camera show. Right. And so I set up lights in the in the cave. Oh, to light up the cave. Yep, to okay. light up the cave. That's why the snow's lit up and whatnot. Yeah, it's okay. a little overexposed in the front. Um, and then, you know, got a buddy of mine who was brave enough to, I think it got to like negative 35 out there that uh-huh. night to, to camp out with me. And then the the crazy part is we had awesome aurora that night, but it was that that cave doesn't line up with where it normally is in the sky. Oh, gotcha. So we sat in that cave. I mean, and it was it was yeah. I mean, you got chunks breaking off the roof, and it's dark, and you don't know what's gonna. A little sketchy. Oh, it's totally sketchy. (laughs) And I mean, you're you're standing on. I mean, you've got ice underneath you, but you can hear the water. Yeah. Still, especially at night when it's just no sound. Oh yeah, you can hear it, and so everything's shifting. And you're yeah. in this cave, and those lights popped up in that tunnel for about 45 seconds. Oh, really? Oh, so you had to shit and get. I, I mean, I was, I was just frantic. I had everything set up, and we waited for probably two hours for those lights. I mean, they were out. You could see them. I'm like, no, we're going to stay in the cave. Yeah, wait I, for it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Front of yeah. the hole. And I had a 45-second window, and I mean, I was just like, yes, I got it. Yeah. So. Oh Is that you in the in the forefront or is that your buddy that's my buddy okay yeah. someone had to click the picture yeah so i wanted to click the photo on this one and it was nice because we were you know hanging out together and all of a sudden the lights popped up i'm like run 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 turn on the headlamp and yeah get out oh there so that ready. light beam is coming from his headlamp yep that's coming oh, from his okay, headlamp looking okay. straight up and so it is a long exposure it is that was okay. it was about six seconds okay yeah 
So kind of get them out there, tell them to hold still. Yeah. Enough to, to let the light from the lights shine and then to capture the stars and the northern lights as well. Right. Dude. And oh. it looks like it they moved a little bit during that exposure. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely... With that little gap in the middle, you mean? Mm-hmm. Is that what you... Or, like, the light is kind of, like, like moving down. Oh, down. oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get a couple shots out of that? I did. 45 I, I, I got about five shots, okay. um, five usable shots. So there's a couple, like, different variations of that with the northern lights. You know, every photo of the northern lights is different. Sure, yeah. it's moving. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. moving constantly, and however long you have your exposure set. But, yeah, that was just... I, I was stoked. I was like, this is a quintessential... Alaska yeah. photograph and it's something i've always wanted to shoot you're so. kind of lucky you didn't uh, give me a moon right there oh i know oh <laughs> moon in there oh that's man dude, photobomb the moon right that's it that yeah. geo chant right yeah. well and you it's not like you just got this out at like uh portage glacier or or nothing to take away from that location but th- that's a pretty remote yeah you know logistical challenge I mean, I, it's like I mean, yeah, it's it, a couple hour drive out of Anchorage, a couple hour snow machine ride, mm-hmm. haul out the gear and tents. And then like, yeah, I said, and this isn't at like, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. 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 Two in the morning. Yeah. Like a negative 35. It was ripping wind out. Oh, was it? Oh, it was howling. We set up the, oh. we set up like inside the cave to get out from the wind. Cause mm-hmm. you're just in those glacier flats when right. you're going. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was There's just no There's protection. No, under that. It was just howling. How was this? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Jack. Do you go bring ahead. an Arctic oven? No, so I've just got a North Face tent, uh-huh. one of those Four Seasons. Yeah. Um. So brought that out, and uh, yeah, it does the trick. Yeah. Buddy heater. So, yep, buddy heater and mm-hmm. good sleeping bags. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one night. Yeah. You can you survive the sun it. for Did one night. Did you guys yeah. crack some beers after you got the shot? <laughs> so totally forgot all drinks. I'm renowned for that, for packing camera gear and all everything else, getting out there. I'm like, I forgot beer. <laughs> oh, no. I know. Actually, that probably wasn't a beer trip. That was probably like a whiskey, a whiskey or yeah. something yeah. to warm you up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely celebrated back when I got back. So. There you go. Yeah. Nice, but man. it's cool. You know, that, that photo was taken a few years ago. And it, it's cool to see the recognition. I, I thought it was a great photo. And it's, it's just cool to see that recognition come full circle on it. You know, yeah. I, I did put oh, a lot of work and thought and energy into that one. So I was pretty excited to get that award. Yeah, man. It's Congratulations. Awesome. That is Thank you. awesome. Yeah. And for people that want to see it, it's Rome Wild underscore on Instagram. So there's several other like Rome Wild or AK Wild or AK Rome. So make sure it's Rome Wild, all one word, underscore at the end of wild. That is so to check that yeah, out, and then I'm curious what the milepost where it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know um, because normally the picture is like a road picture, you know, right. like the road and the, the mountain road. or the road. But they, maybe they already played that out, and they're going to put that one. Maybe on that. It, it would be cool to see that on the cover. But is that in, the same night right there, Tyler? It is. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's shooting from like out in the glacier flats, like looking right T- into toward the cave. The cave. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Lighting it up with a headlamp and some lights. Oh, man. Um, that's awesome. It was a pretty wild night. Um, this actually, so this is after I had taken that shot. You know, I had that 45 seconds, and then we came out, and I kind of set up for some other shots shooting really to the left of this photo, and the lights came back. Mm. Oh, perfect. For, for just a little bit, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. But by that time, I had already kind of cleared up the my shot in there, but uh-huh. that one worked out pretty cool, too. Oh, this one's, I mean, that is a magnificent shot, the first one, but this is a cool view, too. Yeah. If you if you flip it upside down, it literally looks identical to like a dragon's eye, kind of nerdy. Oh, but, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. I could see it. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you light up the cave there too, or is uh, that just from the headlamp? That's just from the headlamp. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. That is rad. It, it's a photo technique. They call it light painting. Uh-huh. So when okay. you do long exposure photography, you can use like a flashlight or a headlamp to mm-hmm. literally paint your subjects with light yeah. as you're taking the photo. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I just like how it brings out the color of the, of the um, excuse me, the ice. Like yeah. how blue it really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know and, and I get a lot of questions where the people see this and they're like, what is it? Because I, I guess if you're not familiar with Alaska or the Royal yeah. Ice Caves, uh, you okay. would look at that and be like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, yeah. or is it Photoshopped or is it yeah. like... Oh, like you're like, is that, that a wave? Is that ocean? Right. Like, yeah, 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 I could yeah. see that. There's some confusion. So it's kind of cool to get those messages and, and you know, to, to explain to people, oh, this is an ice cave, you know. And, and then they start mm-hmm. to put it together and, and figure oh, out what shit. it is. Oh, shit, okay, I get yeah. it now. It looks like out of this world. It does look like the dragon eye, Doesn't though, it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. How about the stars, man? Mm-hmm. There's just nothing like winter uh, remote darkness in Alaska and the stars. Oh, they're incredible. Because we're, I mean, for me, being in, you know, living majority of the year in, in Anchorage, there's so much light pollution in the wintertime, especially. You just don't see the stars that good. Yeah. There are nights mm-hmm. and there are areas you can go up on hillside and go some spots where it's not so bad, but. In general, the light pollution's so bad yeah. you can't really see it unless you go out of town a ways. And that's got me wondering um, what you know. Lifetime in Alaska, I've seen a lot of Northern Lights, mm. but oh, yeah. there's one that stands out to me. And I'm curious on your guys's oh, yeah. what what is like the best show you've ever seen. Ooh, um, yeah. Mine, I was on um, a moose hunt in the White Mountains, mm-hmm. and it was the most <laughs> epic, epic, epic of all times, all the way re- green to red. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I've only seen red maybe a handful of yeah. times, and it mm-hmm. just feels like it's just like piercing you. It was yeah. like it's just on top of you. Listening. Can literally hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can hear it yeah. exactly. What about yeah. you, B? Uh, I got two, actually. Um, probably the most magnificent visually uh, was out at uh, at the Witt Family Farm property out in uh, Big Lake area, uh, August, September. It was Labor Day weekend. And we got the full pink, mm. red, green. I mean, it was like blending and dancing so aggressively it was it was hard to keep up with it was flying back and forth but it at one point it went full red oh, and it was like the sky was on fire man it just looked like some shit out of like a ufo or something was like coming out of the sky it was wild um but another really memorable time was at our uh our moose camp um got a moose down one night and it was a beautiful clear night it got cool it was probably like mid 20s um lower 30s that night and uh we got a moose down really late like right at dark it was just right behind camp so it was real convenient went up there brought the cooler beer and the knives and then as soon as it went dark man those beautiful green auroras just dropped right on top of the hill that is behind our camp so we sat there for like two hours cleaning the moose with the aurora just (laughs) dancing and i mean you could turn around and you you know you're you're working away and you look and then you just see it like bouncing off your knife. Oh yeah. I mean it was like looking back. I'm like, dude, does it get any better than yeah. this? Yeah. You know, cold beers, a moose, aurora, good company with your boys. Yeah. Fuck man, I'll never forget it. It was awesome. Before you tell yours, Jack, just a quick explanation for our out of state listeners, out of country listeners. Um, the aurora borealis 
is also called the Northern Lights. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is solar winds, winds coming off the sun, sun explosions that come and the winds interact with our solar, oh. with our atmosphere. Factoids. And the difference um, of the colors <laughs> is how deep they penetrate our atmosphere. So green is the top layer, and as it gets deeper, it goes from green to blue to red. So when you see red, which is really rare, that mm. means it's really penetrating into the Earth's atmosphere. I didn't know that. That's cool. That, at least that last part, you know, the, yeah. how deep that penetrates. Yeah, I didn't that. actually know that either. Yeah. That's awesome. Dude, cheers to that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. I get it right, Jack? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jack. Jack's like Jack actual. Real <laughs> flared out. Yeah. <laughs> He's real flared out. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I was lucky I got to work on the slope. Mm. So, um, man, I've seen some good shows, you know, and you know, work a night shift or, you know, going three months in the winter when there's no light. Um, you see a lot of northern lights in on long drives, you know. Um, oh, yeah. So I've seen some amazing shows to camps and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, um, nostalgically, like uh, there's a red show when I was like 10, maybe from the hillside that my dad. It was oh, so right. good that he pulled it was school night. We all he pulled us all out of bed to watch it. And that, I mean, that one was probably the most um, nostalgic with the red. And it, it was good. He talks about that one to this day. Uh, but my favorite show was at Moose Camp for sure. Oh, and cool. we're, we're up at, um, and you know, it was probably wasn't as amazing as some of the other ones. It just has to do with the, um, you know, where you're at. Mm. And then partially is where we're, we're at. Daniel's been up there before, but we're kind of at the, the top of two this two different drainages so this kind of like headwaters going both ways so it's almost into sheep country and so it felt like when the greens come in like they're it almost feels like they're below you oh wow oh, you know yeah. and are, you know they're not but it feels yeah. that way and um so anyway just all around these these you know this high valley and it was really 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 pretty and uh, lots of movement moving around the mountains and well, stuff well it's in a special place yeah a yeah. place You're that's close to your heart there. you know no fire just everyone sitting outside just watching. watching just gawking yeah. and that yeah. those those happen a lot up there which is nice but yeah 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 that's awesome that's mine yeah was that was that your cream of the crop there? actually oh. no so yeah. i've got three that really hit home for me yeah um, let it rip one was not alaska it was utah oh really oh, oh. and i was oh, okay. in like second grade and it yeah. wasn't even magnificent or great yeah but i remember my dad we lived in this little tiny farm and community like 300 people and my dad woke us all up in the middle of the night and we went outside and we climbed on the roof and we were able to see the northern lights on the horizon oh it was one of those, like, yeah crazy shows that you yeah. can see it down there so that was the most like just memorable <laughs> yeah you know yeah. that was my first intro into totally it. that's a good plug um, man yeah that yeah. was that was sweet give dad a shout out and then my other one is also in the white mountains i was on a solo caribou hunt it was my first year in alaska my first caribou hunt ever i had no idea no idea what i was doing with caribou you're brave and uh i was two miles out and I shot this this bull caribou, and at the time I thought it was awesome. This huge caribou, yeah. It yeah. Turns out it was tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't know anything about caribou. Grew up elk hunting. You got a caribou though. Right? That's all that matters. Man. Uh, shot it right at sunset, and it was like as soon as it got dark, the lights just exploded. Yeah. And it was one of those like I'm new to Alaska. I've been here for you know oh, a year, if that. My first Alaskan big game hunt. I'm out here alone in the middle of nowhere, hauling a caribou on my back 
not even needing a headlamp because the lights are so bright. Yeah, yeah. It oh, was just amazing. I made the right decision. Yeah, it was yeah. absolutely yeah. unreal. I'm staying. Yeah. That's right. a great, great story. Man. Yeah, that one will stick with me forever. Yeah. Um, and then my third one was actually just recently that that really big show oh, we had yeah. a few oh, weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, a company I missed that man. Yeah, a company I do some photography for. We took a helicopter out. And oh, so really? we watched the we took the the during the lights we took a helicopter up. A photo yeah. Oh, you saw it from the sky. Yeah. So Here we we right seen wow. from the sky, and then we took the helicopter oh. out onto Knit Glacier. Holy shit, dude! And look and how lit up it is. Yeah, it Looks was. Like that's the light from yeah the aurora, right? It was insane, and we had a, a really bright moon that night too. Mm -hmm. So it lit everything oh up. Oh my but god! I mean, it was one of those just like. Who gets to do this yeah. kind of thing? Like Northern Lights, yeah. Helicopter Glacier. It was mm -hmm. just one of those awesome memories. That's so well, it's awesome. one of those things that people travel from all over the world. Um, as we've, uh, we've gone on sheep hunts up in the Brooks Range, you'll see yeah. just vans of, of people from, you know, eastern asia that come and just oh, do yeah. these tours and and to come see oh, the those band lights. shaking too those asian bands yeah no the, the, <laughs> those some of those are really cool they got the beds in there and yeah. all that stuff yeah it's really rad <laughs> but i've never seen it from the airplanes <laughs> have you seen it from an airplane no not well, not that i remember i heard that that show that night folks that were flying into anchorage or flying into alaska in general got a hell of a show that that show was amazing yeah it, like it I heard really people, was, like, it was on alaska airlines flying they were like oh, oh my yeah. god the the northern lights from the plane because they were flying in and the captain got on and woke everybody up on the plane that's a good to, captain to, mm. to look at it and yeah. so a bunch of people got up and they all shifted over to the windows and looked and that's yeah, cool. I heard it was pretty sick the i see the mountains are lit up in the back is that from the moon yep that was from the moon oh man that is so cool yeah uh, that show would have been so much more incredible had we not had a moon that night mm -hmm. you know like to really yeah. make oh, it dark it polluted it yeah a lot of oh, you, you don't wow. think about how much light pollution comes from the moon yeah. mm. but it's way more than like right. you're at least especially to like a camera sensor sure oh yeah. right you know? okay yeah and i mean so, yeah look at like all the caribou and moose like if you if you're out hunting and oh, there's a full moon, moon like you might as well sleep the next yep, day you might as well yeah same thing with fish. I mean, when you're fishing yeah. on moon cycles, yeah. Oh yeah, it makes a big difference. They yeah. so moose will not come out on a full moon. Well, no, no, they, no they were out they, all night eating and feeding, oh, so you oh. don't see as many deer and all, you know any animal that that can uh, you know feed at night. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, because they can see. It's just like daytime for them essentially. Yeah. 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 Same yeah. with yeah, same with fish. Yeah, I didn't really think about the fishing, but yeah, that's a real thing too. Oh yeah, yeah. huge. Especially, I've got a lot of friends. I used to, uh, I was a fish guide, but yeah, moon cycles on like king fishing and fishing mm -hmm. on the Kenai. Yeah, you don't really notice it because there's so many fish. But if you do this day in and day out, you start to notice the moon cycles and and tide mm -hmm. cycles and how the moon, like on especially full night, full night, full moons. Usually, your fishing is phenomenal. Like early mornings, late evenings, because those fish oh, yeah. are coming alive. Yeah, you know, and they're ready to go. So it's just little things like yeah. that you start to pick up on when you do it. Yeah, know, or if day. you get married for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a full moon, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what that means. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that the like the definition on the the glacial ice behind the helicopter. I mean, look how well you can see it. It looks like daylight. I mean, really close. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. I I've got a I've got probably four hundred images from that night. 
um i'll have to show you guys but some of them i had people messaging me like this is photoshop this is so fake yeah because it looks like daylight i'm like no this is literally exactly what it looked like out there to us that would be a mean painting oh yeah oh, so yeah. like made a painting out of that you'll get meg to do that yeah there you go yeah. good oh, idea yeah. Dude, Meg would kill that, would kill that. Yeah, yeah absolutely so did you get some from the air as well yeah, a few. It's hard to shoot from you know long exposure from yeah. anything mobile. Yeah, um, I took shakes out shakes and moves. Yeah, shakes and moves. But yeah, we got some pretty cool shots like out of the helicopter cockpit mm -hmm. of the lights out there, which is neat. And then we get, they were so bright and there was so much light out. We got some pretty cool video of the helicopter like flying with the oh, lights behind yeah. it as well. So yeah, yeah. some great it was aurora borealis. How many shots. how many late nights have you had chasing the lights? Oh, what so that? many hatchers. Yeah, yep. hatcher pass. That yeah. that funny enough, that was on my birthday, like the night of my birthday, and I remember taking that shot and then just laying on my back and just watching for like two hours, just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, but it's just one of those things you just stop whatever you're doing and you just stare. Yeah, it's like oh my god, it's this unreal. Is insane. Yeah. Yeah, the universe is telling me to connect with it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's something I've been focusing on, at least with my photography. Like, nowadays, especially with iPhone cameras, like, everyone can take a cool Northern Lights photo. You know, mm -hmm. pump your saturation up. It looks good. Like, I want to put something cool in the foreground. I want it to be interesting and then have the lights there as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that, you know, that puts more effort into it, a little yeah. bit more yeah. work. And it does. It makes it kind of fun. It does but. make it stand out because you've all seen just like the lights, you yeah. know, or just the mountain and the lights. Mm -hmm. But adding like like that picture that you have right there yeah. with the little cabins that they have there, or the helicopter. Yeah, that was a nice touch. Your man. buddy with the with the headlamp. With the headlamp or, or if you if you scroll up to the the top of my Instagram, mm -hmm. there's one from it was what like four nights ago the light show we had. It was it was a decent show. Uh, that one with the reflection, the lake. So this oh. was what was open. Yeah, I know. So this was Kenai Lake. Ah. Usually Kenai Lake freezes solid. Yeah. And I've been paying attention because I do a lot of paddle boarding. Uh -huh. I've been paying attention to it. And I, there's about a 300 yard gap that's open. Oh, so drove out there, pulled a buddy, you know, I'm like, we're have to hike about a mile out there. I'm like, but I know we're going to get reflection. Yeah. Something that usually doesn't happen, you know, and to, to the general observer. Yeah, they don't know. You know, but like that lake is never open. Yeah. This is the curve. Catch that. <clears throat> is this a curve around to the bridge over here? No. So the what bridge is the at? bridge is way back left. Okay. Oh, you're on and that then Snug like, Harbor side. Yeah, it's on mm -hmm. Snug Harbor Road. Oh, you're looking. Like, you're looking. This is going back. That's going back to like Seward. Yeah. Oh, okay. So got right it, there, where it. the thing is, is the Porcupine Island. Yeah, yeah, and then Cooper Lake's way back off right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Understood. All right. Yep. It's it's called what? Waikiki Beach? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Don't go looking for it, folks. <laughs> yeah. Just keep that <laughs> one, keep that one on the download. That's blowing up, man. That used to be a super secret spot, yeah. dude. Oh, there's there's nothing secret about it. <laughs> there's not anymore. Nothing oh. I mean, and you guys have all grown up here, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I've been in Alaska for four and a half years, and I found that spot on a whim. Like, I'm one of those guys that I grew up in Arizona and Utah. So dirt roads, mm -hmm. that's what we did. That's your jam? Yeah. yeah. So I came to Alaska, and I'm like, what the hell? There's no dirt roads. Yeah. There's nothing. Like, I've driven, I swear to you, I've driven every dirt road in the state, like, south of Fairbanks. Yeah. Because I'll just get out, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drive that. 
Yeah. And that's how I found that beach. And the first time I went out there, there was a full on school bus on the beach with a trampoline <laughs> and then guys with cannons shooting cannonballs into the lake. I'm like, Oh really? This place Sweet. is cool. We're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gotta come back. Right? Awesome. Have you been up uh Brooks range area? Not a ton. Okay. No. Um, a lot of my exploring has, has been, you know, kind of really Fairbanks South and, and not even that far up, but it's on my list. You know, yeah. This state that's, is so big that it's one just, big dirt yeah. road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's pick and choose. Right. We might not have a lot, but we've got one long one. One really long. That's right. <laughs> it adds up. I actually had a really cool um you know instance that happened on Kenai Lake. So last week we were at Double Shovel, um, met with Lowell and James and they had the Avi. Um, what was yeah. that called again, uh, officially? The uh, Mountaineering Avalanche. Um, it was like a yeah. very. Uh, I wouldn't say class. Uh, it's yeah, more it just like, like uh, it was like a, it was like a crash course to like avalanche awareness. Yeah. Um, definitely, yeah. it was like an intro. Hey, if you want to learn more, yeah. And then uh, I forget the gentleman's name. He did actually. I got to give him a shout out. Um, I do apologize. I forgot his name. He did a great job because he was like, man, I'm not really a professional. But his presentation was great. And so he was just sharing all the kind of un, uh, maybe like unpopular times of year that uh-huh. you have to watch out for avalanches. Like guys spring bear hunting and guys yeah. even like fall moose hunting up in the mountains. And, you know, just crazy instances where there's avalanches when you would least expect it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it got me thinking. Uh, about five six years ago i'm on kenai lake and uh we're out there just trying to get a kind of an initial run the boat go on a camping trip it's just me and me and my buddy eric just doing a quick overnighter mm-hmm. uh hadn't had the boat out yet so i just figured i'd take it out to the lake and <clears throat> we get out we go across uh by ship creek go around the corner about halfway to the seward side come back around and it's raining. It's it starts pissing rain bad, really, really bad. So on that, on that left side of the lake, it's north facing, so it's in the mm-hmm. shade. On the south facing side, it's melted. There's no snow, mm-hmm. and it's just bone dry. So you look one side, tons of snow. Other side, none. We go back to camp. We start cracking beers and making lunch, and I hear this. Whoosh. Sounds like an airplane crashed in the lake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I, I look up above him, and I see this, like, cloud of white floating in the air. I'm like, what the hell, man? So we push the boat off real quick, rip around the island, and go out there. And avalanche had come smashing off, like, 3,000-foot peak. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Bam, right in the lake. In just 30 minutes, <clears throat> 30 minutes before that, we were just over there cruising oh, the shoreline, just looking up, mm-hmm. you know, bullshit and not really thinking anything of it. And then there's like, I don't know, three football fields long of snow and ice just flowing out onto the lake. Oh, yeah. wow. So it just, I mean, it smashed the lake. And I'm thinking, man, it probably created one hell of a wave. Yeah, oh, did I you bet. see any waves? Mm. I When I finally got the boat around, I think it had dissipated. Okay. So you kind of see like a long swell that was still traveling the other direction. Uh, yeah. And, and the lake's narrow. So yeah. I think by the time we got around it, it already pushed yeah. across the lake. Okay. But the where the snow, I mean, it was like so thick. It was piled on top of the water. 
Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Where it came yeah. in, right. and that's it a deep lake. Water. It drops off quick. Oh man! Yeah, so. And it was like piled up. It was slowly like sloughing and, mm-hmm. and then piling into the lake. And I'm like, "Holy shit, dude! It's May seventeenth. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about of avalanche, avalanche mm-hmm. danger. Yeah, especially on the water. Yep. It's one yeah. thing to be like, oh, I'm gonna go for a hike up there. Oh, <clears throat> this looks a little scary. Probably should get out of here." I'm like, dude, if you were just putzing around or on a kayak or something oh, right there, you'd be toast. Yeah. You'd be toast. Well, that's a good and point. And then the he shared a story in a in a in a, a photo of the uh, the guy that does the avalanche forecast. Yeah, the actual official dude. Yeah, Grant Prediger decided not to go. Yeah, decided not to go on a skiing trip. Uh huh. And take his kayak out to go kayaking. To watch an avalanche smash into the lake that he was kayaking in. Ah. <laughs> and take a photo. Oh, wow. So Wild. he went, he avoided an avalanche yeah. Yeah. to get his kayak in the water just to see an avalanche smash in the lake that he's kayaking. Yeah. So. Oh, and that's cool that you, you were doing that, bringing awareness to like to hunters and outdoorsmen. Because I mean, you always have the avi courses for your, your backcountry skiers, your yeah. heli skiers, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But like, like my first, I remember doing a Kodiak goat hunt in the spring. And oh man, the avalanches we heard and saw down there. Uh-huh. Like, we're just we're just hunting, you know. You, you don't you don't think about that when you're, yeah. when you're no. focused on you know killing an animal and and everything that comes along with that. Yeah, the last thing in your mind is an avalanche. Yeah. And he highlighted that a lot. He showed pictures like of guys like ptarmigan hunting and goat hunting. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. He's like boom, look at right hunting. here, look at right yeah. here. Yeah, just times where you don't even you're not. That's the last thing on your mind, yeah. like you said. Yeah, guys aren't packing avalanche equipment. On, on, a, a on a go hunt, hunt. no. Yeah. I mean, you're. I mean, you should. Now that you, now that I know, you know. Yeah. But I mean, until you you see it, so I'm like, oh, you know, I, I I remember that happening that day, and I was like, oh, that was crazy, some crazy Alaskan shit, <laughs> and then seeing that that presentation, yeah, got my gears really turning because mm-hmm. just a couple of years ago, I decided to go do a little solo bear hike or bear hunt into a valley, mm-hmm. and. Avalanche had already come down, and then he mentioned, um, "Ah, man, I'm so terrible. There's a lot of information. There's avalanche. There's like super danger areas, like traps, mm-hmm. where you get you can get mm-hmm. yourself into spots where you're like it's like a valley, valley. kind of like uh, a, or, or, or there, there's different variations. Get a name of it though, yeah, All like right. a something trap. I think is something along those lines. Anyway, and uh, I remember going up in there that that morning. It was frozen, so I was walking on top of the snow." Avalanche had come down earlier in the week or whenever. So I used the avalanche to climb up this hill Mm -hmm. as a pass to get up and get elevation. Spotted a bear, watched it for a while, ended up being a south cubs. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's obviously can't take that thing. And it started getting warmer that day. I decided, well, I'm going to come down. And as I came down, the snow had, or the sun had shifted down onto that snow. Mm -hmm. And I fucking post hold. Mm. to my waist oh, yeah. all yeah. the way out so the worst thing i could have ever done was take a bear <clears throat> but th- thinking about that again yeah. that avi course or uh, awareness course again that was not a very safe place to be because yeah. the sun swings it gets warm starts shifting the snow around yep and i'm like all right well moving forward yeah. i am Got way I have a lot of awareness now on my yeah. preparation, my location, which way is the sun swinging and facing. There's a mm-hmm. lot of things to think about. Way more cognizant think about. Good, yeah, yeah, thank goodness I didn't get any, get in any trouble. Yeah. But I've willingly put myself 
in some situations, spring bear hunting in like early to late or mid to late May mm-hmm. when I wasn't thinking that that was going to be a, a danger, but yep. it yep. is. Yeah, I've been up in the mountains. Again, same thing, spring bear hunting. And and I have a little bit of experience, like, you know, backcountry skiing, and I've taken my AVI courses. So, you know, it's always on your mind. from Utah and whatnot, yeah. And so, like, my buddy's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go up this line and climb up here to, you know. I'm like, no, we're not. They're like, why? Like, that's that's just asking for an avalanche and yeah. and that's literally like i said earlier that they that's not even on their radar yeah i'm yeah. surprised we don't see you know more accidents come from that than yeah so yeah Thankfully. what's the um avalanche report what's the do you know the website what it is i know i, I just have it on the alaska Chugach. avalanche center right or is yeah. it Chugach there's, avalanche? there's one for the two there's, there's two there's there. yeah. avalanche yeah and we're supposed to have them on the show actually like a year ago just kind of but what was the um actually you might know i know they do like a aurora borealis um forecast forecast like when you can go is that a specific website or is that like on a weather there's there's a few websites there's quite a few apps out there for it too okay you know they kind of show you the the kp levels and Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. is there one you like the most um yeah i think it's just called aurora um you know so many people focus on like the screen and looking at that your best app at least if you're in alaska is facebook Get on, mm-hmm. get on Facebook. Oh, because people are going to be like, oh, they're, oh, yeah. they're here. There, they're there's here. a couple of Facebook groups, like the Aurora, Aurora Borealis oh, Notifications group. Okay. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. I just think like 90% of those folks are from Alaska. Yeah. And then the other like 10% are like Sweden. That's yeah. Okay. Iceland. But that's a good spot to, I mean, because you can have the, the best data in the world and still not see lights or it can right. be cloudy. So yep. to jump on that and people like, oh, well, we're seeing them here. And people will post their locations. Like we're seeing them yeah. up in, you know, Hatcher Pass or up in Glen Allen or. Yeah. They're not like, like hiding the info. No, it, not it's for that. No, not for that one at least. But I mean, more than, more than an app and anything is, is just go out. You've got yep. to have the patience to go out mm-hmm. and sit out and brave the cold all yeah. night long. Just know it's going to be yeah. cold. It's going to be clear. Be, yeah. It can be possible. Yeah. yeah. Let's and, get out And there. sometimes some of those best shows are 30 seconds long yeah you know like like yeah. it's, it could be nothing and then all yeah. of a sudden the sky all night just for just blows 30 up. seconds <laughs> yeah and i can't tell you how many photos I, i've taken where i've been out on nights that are supposed to be great and it's a dud and it's like 3 30 in the morning and i'm still out there and it's kind of like okay i'm freezing my toes are cold sure ready to call it a night i'm like no i'll just wait and then all of a sudden it just lights off. there it is yeah 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 so just having the patience to stick <laughs> through it and bring someone with you take turns sleeping you know yeah yeah like i'm gonna take a nap yeah Call, you know, wake me up, up. yeah <laughs> how many shows we sleep through is insane oh yeah oh sure and, and it's funny and, and this is me calling you guys out not maybe not you guys but like i've got buddies who grew up here in alaska and like i'll never pass up and off i don't care what i'm doing how early <laughs> of in the morning like if it's supposed to be a decent show i'm out yeah i'll stay up all night long yeah yeah and i i messaged just during this last big show i messaged my buddy i'm like hey are you out watching the lights he's like no i'm playing call of duty <laughs> mind you he's he, you know he's grown up like here for like 30 something years seen them all yeah, the time seen them all, yeah. Yeah. But like that's just something i don't think i could ever get yeah. tired of or yeah. take take no. for granted no my wife will even be like if you see him wake me up yeah like they're supposed to be out yeah, yeah. and i'm like yeah. wake her up and i'm that annoying friend like if i see him 
I I'm I'm not texting you. I'm oh, calling. Up. Yeah. I'm yeah. calling all Wake of my up, friends fool. at two a.m. Like yeah. get up, go outside, look at these They're things. Awesome. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. so cool. I've had friends call me in the morning, like, "Hey, are you okay? Like, did you need help last night?" I'm like, "No, I was just calling you to tell you the lights are out." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to answer your call. Yeah. But it's uh, like, are they red? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only call me when they're red. When they're red. Yeah. Not interested. Yeah. I've seen the green, green one. <laughs> but I mean, it's a bigger deal in Soldatna. I mean, even the difference from Anchorage to Soldatna in seeing the lights is substantial. Like you see them more or they're more stoked? They're, no, they're, they're, you see them less in Soldatna. Oh, oh really? Significantly okay. less. Because okay. it's further south? Yeah. Oh, and you wouldn't wow. think that just, the, I mean, it's what, a two and a half hour drive? Yeah. But like just that change, like versus, I mean, Anchorage is stuff. I mean, if you go out of the light from Anchorage. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. You see them, I mean, there have been times that I'll jump in my truck and drive straight up to Anchorage or to Hatcher Pass just because it's going to be, wow. you know, at least 30 to 40% better view. Yeah. You put some miles on your truck, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are you in the... the what uh, happened to the taillight there, the, though? I meant to ask. Oh, the camp with the trailer? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah are you, you going to crash in that thing tonight? I am, yeah. I, I was like, what? <laughs> He's going up to Hatcher's after yeah, this. Yeah, I'm going to go somewhere up <laughs> They're the coming out tonight. Sleep the in a little teardrop trailer. And <laughs> I was take like, some man, night it, shots. Is that a camper he's towing around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a fun little camper trailer, man. I've taken that thing everywhere. It's It's great. I it's like that it has the beefy, like, all-terrain tires. Oh, there. yeah, man. It's, yeah. like, legit. Yeah. solid, dude. Yeah. Is that, like, like an R-Pod style, or is that, like, a different? R- R- it yeah. has the same looks like. Tra- kind of like an R-Pod. Yeah. It's a teardrop. It's actually a, a buddy of mine's trailer. Oh, okay. Um, he just leaves it up here in Alaska. Um, he comes up in, in bear hunts in the spring and uses it and then just leaves it for me. No, so it's man, perfect. Buddy, yeah, man. win-win, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I haul that thing around. I'm, I'm going to take it's it up ours. to Lake Louise. It's mine, but we'll keep it at your house. Exactly. Yeah, that's a perfect kind of toy, man. You oh, could yeah. almost, like, put some you. skis on it. It's so small, and tow it with a snow machine on, on Lake Louise. Good, oh. So dude. I actually thought about that the other day, and put because I've got a four-stroke sled. Uh-huh. I'm like, this thing might be able to I pull this out, like, out on the lakes and camping it, ice fishing, you know. How heavy is that? Ooh, I don't know. It can't be, be that honest. heavy. It's it's got F- two huge hundred pounds or something. No, it's probably more than it's it's built very solid, like okay. the exterior. Uh-huh. Um, and then it's got two huge lithium ion batteries in it. Okay, mm. it's like I can go for and insulated up too. Insulated, yeah, yeah. It's got a heater built into it, like a kitchen in the back. Um, Does it got the Northern Lights window? No. <laughs> Oh, that. yeah. That's that's a modification that's going to get added. That's right. A skylight. Yeah. Skylight window. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, uh, let's take a quick break, give a shout out to the sponsors, and we'll be right back. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. 
Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters, and wildlife. From national level policy work to engagement with boots on the ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan. BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wild lands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, local brewery pint nights, and more. Stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. If you have a business and you're interested in advertising with us or being a sponsor, hit us up on Alaska Wild Project at Gmail. If you're a regular guy and you want to support the podcast, patreon.com slash Alaska Wild Project or go to Barney's, hit them up for a hoodie or something like that or alaskawildproject.com for any of the merch that we have coming out. Um, thank you for all the sponsors for their support. Yeah, we're uh, packaging up a new sponsorship uh Pitch, I guess I should say. That's uh, we're going to be coming out with here pretty quick. So, uh, if you know anybody, anybody's reached out to you that's interested, please uh, forward their information or get a hold of us. Uh, we'd be very, very happy to represent some local Alaskan businesses that are willing to give us some support uh, to allow us to grow this beautiful thing we got going on. Yep, well said, well said. Speaking of which, where'd you get that new hat, bro? Oh, this is... Uh, Somebody make that for you? <laughs> no, well, when I picked up... Uh, shout out to Alyssa at uh, Lilac, AK. A little jelly, because I'm like, uh, uh, that's not in our lineup. <laughs> I know, looks, they're like the fourth person. I wore it to the hockey game. Everyone's like, well, I want that one. I, I was want like, one too. I was like, dude, we have like 50 different kinds, and you want this one? Um, no, well, I went to pick up. She did the uh, the patches that we were giving away at the at the um, thing, and, and she had some extra ones, because she's like learning her little machine. Oh. And I was like, do you have any extra hats? And I was like, I, she's like, yeah, I got the camel one. I was like, all right, can you d- try this? I want to see what it looks like. She's like, yeah, yeah. And so she brought it to the party, and it's like okay. my favorite now. Nice, but Jack had a good idea of doing the blue, the blue and gold one, maybe mm. on the camel would mm-hmm. look nice. Yeah, yeah, that like camel. I think yeah. it would be. Yeah. We need to save one of those hats. For, remind me for um, mm. DJ Chris, Chris who, and shout out to DJ. Oh, we got Chris. DJ yeah. Chris a hat. He did. He messaged me yesterday. Oh, he didn't get it. No, I guess not. I oh. guess he didn't want to take one from there. I said we got more at the studio. Oh, yeah. I, I want to say he was itching to get one, and I forgot. He was talking was about it all night. And I was talking to somebody. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, tell him take one, man. Like I told him to. I said just grab one. All right. DJ Chris, you got some shit coming, dog. All right? <laughs> Full merch package is coming strong. DJ Chris did a good job. Oh, he did a great job. He man. had the girls dancing, man. 
He had the girls dancing. <laughs> he had Galen dancing. <laughs> Galen and Dun- Galen and Duncan, man. Oh man, them boys were putting oh, it down, dude. Yeah, they were. Bro, never they seen so many it, men twerk. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't pretty, especially but it was on a meat work. party. Yeah, yeah, it turned into oh, a real yeah, meat party yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, when I walked into the back, uh, and there was an aroma coming out of the bathroom, I was like, "Ooh, yeah, it's getting late." I was like, "It is a meat it's, party. It's a meat party." It, I mean, it wasn't a plugged up toilet, but it was bad. <laughs> was like, That's funny. A lot of gay meat, you know. <laughs> Sometimes hard for the old digestive system. <laughs> 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 Um, oh, Tyler, you shit. mentioned earlier when, before we got on the podcast that when you came up here, you came up here with Obama. Yeah. So, uh, as in the president with the, yeah, the president, president Obama. Okay. So, uh, I was in the Marine Corps for, I did five years in the Corps, and I was, uh, selected for a presidential detail. So when Obama came, I think it was 2017. How does that work? How do you get selected for that? A lot of hard work and a lot of luck, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, I worked my ass off for it. It was kind of one of those, there's, there's four Marines in the West wing in the white house. And, uh, I was one of the four and then the NCOIC, um, all the military guys, non-commissioned officer in charge of the Marines in the West wing. So it's a super unique, unique I'm billet in the Marine Corps. Um, you okay. know, there's four in the entire, in the entire, I guess, organization. So wow, it was, uh, yeah, it was super humbled and excited to be that person to be there and to get those experiences yeah um, how many years did you spend in there so i did uh, well five years total in the core and then i was part of that for i want to say two and a half years wow um yeah a little bit before that was supporting the presidents on their their travels across the world okay. and then actually about a year to a year and a half inside the west wing of the white house so pull up that picture brandon like actually. Living, he living has a picture in, actually on there in dc or baltimore with, uh, there yeah so i lived uh <laughs> i lived in dc um and yeah work every day was was showing up to the white house um technically my office was about 30 yards from the oval office wow um yeah i got to know both obama and trump on a first name basis i just say right wow here. yeah 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 look at you with, all clean yeah, plan, no right? beards allowed there <laughs> <laughs> yeah you never know that was me now kind of like a lifetime ago but yeah super neat metals, you know though, bro. oh Those not metals, not many bro. there more came look, after that but look good though <laughs> I, i'm curious on what is like how do they just like choose like who's going to be at the yeah. i mean it's like you're either going you can be anywhere in the world yeah and they, ch- and they chose you to do that like is it like so, so there's you're a so stunningly handsome or yeah you know, i like to think so <laughs> um fun fun That's fact to do with it. the marine corps did approach me at one point and say, hey, we'd like to put you, like, on the side of one of our buses. And I was like, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. I will, not, not, I will not be the face of this. Um, it's, the, it's the Jay Leno jaw, you know, there. That's, what, oh, that's the what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the jaw. Yeah. It is the jaw. So, um, but, yeah, no, the selection process, it's it's no joke. They, they actually start you in basic training. There's a lot of, you know, on-paper prerequisites. Um, you have to be a certain um, MOS, they call it military occupation specialty, so your job. Okay. So they only pull people from the infantry mm. or infantry-related jobs. Um, and then you, you go through, a lot of it has to do if you can get the clearance. Um, and oh, that okay. weeds a lot of people out. Uh, okay. so it's like a background check. And yeah, and, it, and it's okay. so much more than that because 
like I'm carrying an actual weapon like next to the president of the United States. Right. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. And so that's on, on top of holding, uh, it's, it's called a TSSCI clearance. You have what, uh, it's a Yankee white attachment to it. And so it's, it's pretty much one of the highest clearances you can get, if not the highest, like in our country. Mm. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of background checks, a lot of vetting. Um, you get screened by a psychologist. Um, and then, then the private investors, investigators go into your, pretty much your whole life. Like they came to my hometown and interviewed my first girlfriend ever in high school. Holy oh wow! Shit. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It goes deep. Yeah. yeah, and it and it depends on like what your background <coughs> entails, how long. But like my background mm. investigation took over a year and a half to complete. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, there's nothing the government yeah. doesn't know about me. Yeah. Are um, they watching this right now? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening for sure. Unless we're gonna get you for something. <laughs> but yeah, so there's there's a lot of vetting in it. Um, you kind of. It's yeah, again like the you, you go on what's called boards, and so you get, basically it's like an interview panel. You know, you have a psychologist, and then you have a lot of high-ranking officers involved with that. And then when you get selected for the presidential detail, you're you're on a board with some of the higher members, like in the the White House military office, they call it, um, just to see if you're a going to be a good fit for the like the face of the Marine Corps, you know, to yeah. the president, but also the face of the Marine. Corps. Like I was on on the news like on some sort of camera like mm. face visible to a camera oh, okay. almost every single day mm. so they want to make sure you can kind of hold your own and, yeah. and be yeah. presentable yeah. to okay. the general mm-hmm. public as well um, that makes be sense. calm cool collected just mm-hmm. yeah so we, we would work in, in conjunction with secret service on a ceremonial and then security standpoint to to serve the president while we were there Sounds so you guys would travel major. with them too, or is it mostly the detail was in the White House? Um, there's there's a couple different details there. Um, before I went to the White House, we did travel with the president. Okay. Um, we 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 traveled the different organization that supports the president, um, and we would travel. Yeah, pretty much anywhere the president, the vice president, or the first lady would travel, we would okay. go. Yeah. Um, and then when I was in the White House, I was just in the White House. Um, that was my like duty station. So be it. So I, I worked in the West. <laughs> like Wing. your day job was. Yep. At the White House. Yep, you, show up in a suit and tie, change into a uniform, and hang out in the White House all day. <laughs> do you, do you, were you there when the, the person ran in? Um, that happens way more than you think. Oh, okay. Believe it or not. Um, the one with the news hit, I think that was right before. Because that was Obama. Yeah. And it was, it was towards the end, I thought. There was a couple. It, it um, was what The big one was when the, he ran by the girl. Because it was. I don't think it, I was there for that. Okay. But, then again, like Secret Service, so Secret Service handles everything, like in oh. president related. You know? oh, okay. Like it doesn't matter what police force agency you're kind of with, like right. you're kind of chopped liver. Yeah, yeah. Com- compared to, 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 to Secret Service, oh, okay. right? And so we got to work in conjunction. But yeah, the the Secret Ser- or the the White House would go into lockdown at times. Like I remember one time we were in the lobby of the West Wing, and the White House went into lockdown. You know, and you know the the guns come out and the 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 QRF secret service team comes out and it was, it cracked me up. We had bear grills sitting in the lobby and he comes up and he walks up. He's like, you know, of all the places to be, we have Marines secret service. I think I'm doing all right. You know? <laughs> and he was some special operations guy back in the yeah, day. Yeah, so. yeah. But it was pretty neat. You know, I mean that, that would happen. I mean, shoot a car backfires. It sounds like a gunshot, yeah, yeah. you know, things go into lockdown. So, yeah. Did you have free range of the whole area or you're like, you go from A to B and back to A. In the White House. So 
kind of you're, you're not really supposed to like we had kind of our where we're supposed to stay i'm a friendly sociable yeah, guy yeah. when i want to be and i made a lot of friends with secret service agents and so i i tried to explore as much of the white house as i possibly could yeah you know yeah and it was funny i remember again it, it's such a unique place to be that even my superiors like my commanding officer and my executive officer like they didn't have clearance to come in the white house to like just come check up on us like they were mm. not allowed unless i got them a pass and they were vetted they yeah. couldn't come into our office and yeah. do anything wow so no surprise visit by the boss. no and, and so it was cool <laughs> i remember bringing in my co one time and, and torn him around the white house and introduce him and it's kind of like you're just boys with the next secret service agent you know you're coming up fist bumping them and saying hi and and it was just like kind of an interesting vibe but yeah you get to see a lot of cool things like there's a the old swimming pool in the white house is actually underneath the the press room oh yeah so they when the i don't my history's gone down the drain i've i've filled it with alaska knowledge now but uh they back when there was a pool i think it was fdr um they built a pool and then they put the the press briefing room over top of it and so and now it's a server room it holds all the, the servers oh, okay. Computer stuff, but yeah. you can go down there you, you get a special key from secret service and go down there and you sign your name on one of the tiles oh what? Oh, sick, oh. Dude. so yeah so it was one of those things like i remember going there and signing my name like my name's gonna be on the white house and i was here <laughs> it's a it, it's like actually a law that you cannot change the white house now so like they can't paint over it, they can't oh. do anything like that. So your name is inscribed on the White House forever. Right. That's yeah. awesome. All right. There's like oh. cool things Eternity. like that, you know. Yeah. Right. So so 2017, mm -hmm. you get to come up with Obama mm -hmm. on detail. Like you got to fly in the Big Bird. No. The whole thing. Type? Nope. Oh, we would oh. fly in advance, so we'd come up a little bit early, whether it be two weeks or a couple days. We'd fly C-17s or sometimes even commercial flights. Okay. Uh, fly up. Um, yeah, I didn't get to. It was my first time in Alaska, and I got to see nothing. I spent the entire time in a hotel. You're working. Mm. Working. Mm -hmm. Like I barely got outside. Um, but I remember the flight in. You know, we, I flew uh, commercial air when I came that time, like seeing the mountains and mm -hmm. and, and there was always a pull to Alaska for me. But it was kind of one of those unobtainable goals. Oh, like if you're not from here and you're not sometimes, at least it was for me. Like I was like, Oh, Alaska, that's the Holy grail yeah. of outdoors. A bit daunting now huh? yeah. from the outside. Yeah. In. It's like, how do I get there? What do I do? How do I know how to go about this? Um, it was kind of intimidating, I guess, in a sense I just had, I didn't think it was a feasible, like actual, you know, obtainable goal. Um, yeah, and, and ever since, like, at least that trip, I was like, I'm going to come back and do some fishing and explore it. And lo and behold, here I am. This, yeah. is, this is home now. Yeah. You know? So yeah. after 2017, and then uh, did you come again before your road trip? No. So um, I was living in D.C. at the time. Um, I got out of the Marine Corps in 2019. I did some contracting. I was living in um, just outside of D.C. in northern Virginia in Leesburg. Um, kind of living a, a totally different lifestyle, like keeping up with the Joneses, kind of who's who, you know, what can, what can money kind of buy you? It was lived in Loudoun County. It was the richest county in the country. Uh -huh. Totally different than I ever thought I'd be doing and just wasn't happy, you know, yeah. kind of had a failed relationship and decided to make a change. I sold my house and most of my possessions, jumped in my truck, took off on a, about a six month long road trip with no, I was working remotely at the time with, with the job I have now and with no really and stay in sight like i was like i'm just gonna go play while i can just go float yeah i was like you know it'd be fun to go this is a good time you know i can work remotely i can spend some time i'm gonna go fish in alaska yeah 
So pretty much no connections up here, no knowledge. I just, you know, loaded up the truck and left. And my brother-in-law, who was very new brother-in-law at the time, he grew up in Sterling. Oh, sweet. I saw a picture of a wedding in your Instagram. Is that? No, I think oh, that okay. was just a, a buddy's wedding okay. that I filmed. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But he, he uh, you know, he, he told, told my sister, and she's like, yeah, you should go to Sterling. That's where, like, you know, Kenai River, that's where the, some of the best fishing yeah. is. And so I did. I beelined straight to the Kenai River, and literally within three days in Alaska, I signed a lease, and I haven't left since. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. didn't, is, didn't take much. No, did it? it did not take much. This is this is home. That oh, great. I did, I'm sorry. You may have just said it. What what time of year? What did you come up? What? It was. Um, I think it was June. Like yeah, right <laughs> right Perfect. before. No, it wasn't. Primo. It was a little bit later. It was oh. when the Kenai the the fires were happening yeah oh, okay. Oh, okay so you, yeah. you remember the people that were driving along the highway when the fires yeah, were yeah, dropping? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So i was one of those in yeah. sterling yeah the sockeye or was, was it the sockeye swanson no. river swanson river yeah sockeye was, yeah. 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 was the north i mean i knew there was a fire with smoke but yeah. it was like one of those oh, that was, driving down the highway and yeah. i don't know how we made it out of that i mean yeah. the flames were jumping you could feel the heat coming in from the side wow. that was crazy Just turn the it AC was on. wild that's right yeah late july i think time frame is what yeah it was. yeah it burned hard for about a month right yeah yeah i mean it was, was dangerous yeah, time to be traveling that it was crazy i i mean i knew nothing about it i just ripped up here yeah you uh, were like you know it's even though the son of here. a bitch is burning i'm gonna set up shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how they heat their houses here this isn't a forest fire i knew nothing about alaska so i mean the only information i knew was like i had flown to anchorage that one time but didn't really know about it and then my brother-in-law telling me you know kenai river yeah you know so from the border to like kenai river i mean it was just yeah a straight haul like that's yeah. where i was going i didn't really stop i think i camped one night and i just mm -hmm. got down there yeah and i kind of set up shop there and that's been home so did they Good did your brother-in-law you. have homies to kind of hook you up with or no not at all um i i literally i funny story so i i get to kenai I camped that night, and I remember the next day, I'm like, I have an old wrestling, high school wrestling coach that lives in Alaska, moved to Alaska. Like, I should message him, you know? Like, so I, I shoot this guy's name's Jacob. I shoot him a text. I'm like, hey, I'm in Alaska. Don't know where you're at. I just showed up to this place called Kenai. You know, I'm not pronouncing <laughs> it correctly. <laughs> I'm like, you, you want to show me the ropes or give me a recommendation? He's like, where are you? I'm like, Centennial Campground in Kenai, or in Soldatna. He's like, I'm about five minutes down the road. You want to come over for coffee? Oh, <laughs> what, what yeah. a coincidence. <laughs> and so that was a, a huge sigh of relief for me, you know, a friendly yeah. face. Oh, like yeah, something yeah. familiar. Yeah. 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 And he kind of <laughs> took me under his wing and showed me a bit of Alaska initially. And, nice, dude. And then the rest of that was just me figuring it out, going yeah. on adventures and getting yeah. after it day by day. Awesome. That is awesome. That is that's such a great story. Yeah, that's great. It was Centennial wild. Campground, too, baby. Yeah. a lot of silvers over there. I mean, that's a, that is, I mean, that's one of my favorite places to camp. Yeah. I mean, it's for what it is as far as, like, the mission of going down and going oh, red yeah. fishing and it being a spot to set up shop mm -hmm. to go fish, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's got some nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> now if you can get one. Oh, I, I right. haven't camped there in probably 10 <laughs> 12 years yeah. I, I don't even try anymore oh it's but. crazy in the summer oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, no. is it, it all is that all reservable too no i don't think you I can think first come for yeah serve. first come okay. for serve yeah. last yeah. time i stayed in there it was first come for serve yeah. she had to get there about two weeks before the fish come through pretty much <laughs> just yeah. pay for it <laughs> yeah pretty much 
That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not that bad. I think I, I mean, was over exaggerating, like, but on yeah, the late on the late um, silver run. Yeah, isn't bad. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, silvers. Not, I think different. you're the good. Silver run silvers, you're good. Yeah. 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 Cleared out. If you're mid like sockeye season, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no chance. You're combat camping yeah. at that point. <laughs> combat camping yeah. is exactly. Yeah, yeah it gets it a little crazy. Yeah. So did you visit any other places when you were doing the militaries? Yeah, I uh, I traveled all over the world, actually. Um, I think I'm up to, I have to sit down and count, but 60-something different countries now. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, wow, dude. so I've got six of the seven continents down. I'm just missing Antarctica. Um, you know they got some ice caves over there. I know, I need to go there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the Aurora. The Southern Lights. The Southern Lights. The Southern yeah. Lights. Yeah. yeah. It it's, has a name. Yeah, what is it? I can't remember I'll either. I'll think of it in a minute. Yeah. The I think Lights? Cook I is like the one that. <laughs> yeah. It's on my list. It. The Antarctic, I want to do a full on. I, I just don't want to do it how everyone else is doing it. That sounds kind of lame, but. Yeah, like commercialized. Everyone, yeah, it does that, like the big cruise icebreaker yeah. ship. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've seen some pretty cool things about guys doing it on sailboats. Oh, that'd be mm. rad. I think that would be a really neat yeah. way to do it. Yeah. Or do like, I, I just finished the book Endurance. Have you guys yeah, read that? Yeah, I've read that. Yeah. I'm like, super good, dude. Like, let's do like a, let's do a dog cross. sled. Yeah, dog sled. Do something different down yeah, there. Break it out. That's an epic book. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really It's, it's actually yeah. my second time through it. The first time I was reading it, happened to be like i was halfway through and they found the endurance and oh like, really yeah i'm like this is perfect. the, the yeah. best best timing ever yeah 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 to not to have the whole crew survive is insane yeah yeah i mean the leadership and the grit yeah. of the men and yeah. just the happenstance of it all yeah it's pretty yeah. wild yeah yeah how they pulled that off man yeah i think people were built differently I mean, I don't think I know. Yeah. No, they were yeah. definitely built differently. Yeah, in a major way. Mm -hmm. uh, the southern hemisphere, uh, the southern lights are the aurora australis. Oh, that's Australia. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, what is it? I think James aurora Cook australis? named that australis. How do you spell that? Oh, like Australia, australis, australis, yeah, yeah. australis. That had me wondering. I'm like, what? The, I wonder what the Greek word, like parent word is for that. If it's like something that has to do directly with the Southern Hemisphere because Australia, you know, right. like Southland in, in like Greek or something. Not going that far. We can look. I wonder if they get them there. They do. They do. They do get them on the mm -hmm. Southern tip there. Yep. I oh, probably probably some right? friends that live down there and they actually sent me pictures this year of them seeing it. How about Africa oh. too? Maybe on the, the southern, the that, very Argentina. Southern I'm sure. Yeah, Argentina, Argentina probably does. Oh yeah, Australia's yeah. probably not for Chile. Far yeah, there, down. Yeah, uh, Chile might. I don't know if Chile would. I would assume. Yeah, I think Chile and Argentina would have it. Yeah, right towards the bottom there. Some yeah, more underrated. I mean, especially areas. if you could see them in Utah, in, in they'd Utah, be able to see it there. That was like a once in a. Yeah. I mean, I think they saw them that far south on this past big show. Oh, we, oh, they did. Yeah, we missed the brunt of it, like the whole solar flares hitting the before the Earth rotated. Yeah, into before it. we actually got into the dark. So, like uh -huh. all the, oh. the lower forty-eight, they were seeing reds and crazy colors as far south as Arizona. Wow! Wow, that's rad, man. Yeah, Wild I didn't know times. that. Man, yeah, that was a big. big I feel one. like a real dink for missing. It was a good one. It. It was I, a, I mean, everybody woke up the next morning like, "Oh my god, you see the roar!" I'm like scratching my ass. Like, what? I mean, it's and it's. it's <laughs> It's normally difficult to see them from Anchorage, right? In the it, it city, is. but yeah. you could yeah. see them that yeah, night. Yeah, like yeah. me and Alexia stayed up. There well, I heard folks them. did jump in their cars. They went up the flat top. Yeah, 
or, yeah. you know, or they went to areas uh, or Arctic Valley. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, went, Arctic they, they went and got away from the lights to go yep. see it. Yeah. It's almost like, but going to those places now, you're not really getting away from the lights. They get so packed full of people. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. one of the things I try to avoid. I try and go to these, like, off the beaten path or take yeah. a couple miles of hike yeah. in to get yep. away from. Oh, yeah. Good call. You know, I kind of don't want to see another person when I'm sitting there looking at the lights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it didn't used to be that way. Yeah. But it is now. And I, I think, know, well, I mean, social media and the era of, yep. of that has yep. changed. It has. Not just that, but every facet of that kind of stuff. Yep. So. Yeah. No, it has, for sure. Yeah. I'd so. rather live with a bunch of people that want to see it than people that don't. You know, a city with people that want to actually, like, be part of and this beautiful place we get to live in. I'm with oh, you most It's just most nice of the time. to be by yourself. Yeah. I, I think there's... I don't know. I, I'm with you on like I love sharing the experience and the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then there's also this this class of people that there's no respect mm. for the area or what they're doing. Totally. And they just trash these places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's and there's just no consideration for either A, the area or B the people surrounding them or the yeah. wildlife or anything like mm. that. Yeah. And that's what drives me nuts. Like if you look I mean, I've made the mistake of of geotagging locations on my posts. Oh man. I've seen direct reflections of like hordes of people go to places after i geotagged and so i won't do it anymore i mean i'll have people message me i mean every day where is this where yeah. is this i'm like i'm not gonna tell you yeah, that's right. you know what you tell them I, it's upper part of huffman. the fun to find it <laughs> upper huff but now we're gonna yeah. ruin upper huff right <laughs> <laughs> man i heard there was 30 inch trout up here what the fuck? i do i do uh tag uh ship creek yeah. every time i get a big big fish oh, that's that's nice. a ship. is it ship creek or bird creek the one that Bird Creek bird swords Creek. you. Yeah, yeah Bird yeah, Creek. Yeah, I always yeah. tag Bird Creek. Yeah, yeah, I got a big yeah, yeah. salmon or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always Bird oh, Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get no, some nice salmon one. at Bird Creek. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good I remember the first year we fished that. Like I think I was seven. Or no, eight. You could still catch kings there. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was like the next year that they stopped. I got chased out by a bear there. Really? Yeah, it came up the bank and just scattered everyone, took the salmon, and just like ran everyone right out of the... A right, brown by bear? The, right by the brown highway bear. there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds like the Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Very close to it. Yeah. Yep. I don't move for the Russian ones now. Mm-mm. I don't either. I'll sit there. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. sit there. They'll go around you. Yeah. yeah. And go to the next person that moves. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tyler, you're becoming a real Alaskan if you're starting to get tight-lipped about your spots. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, you're like, yeah. oh, that's <laughs> how you're supposed the to most, do it. Most people that meet me think I'm, like, born and raised here, actually. I think I fit the vibe. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't. I would agree. Yeah, I kind of keep my mouth shut about the places I like to go. Yeah, and if uh, you're in that circle and you spill it, man, there's a lot of empty swamps out there. (laughs) 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 Well, it seems like you've gotten into a lot of other activities. I mean, you're ice fishing, you're snow machining, um, paddle boarding, just. What am I missing here? Skiing. Yeah, I, I you know I'm kind of a, a jack of all trades and master of none, I guess. Um, I just I love being outside and I love the adventure. Yeah. Um, I think I would be more successful in probably the social media world and business world and photography if I found a, a niche and I stuck with it. You know, whether it be you know wildlife photography or, or paddle boarding and things like that. I just I can't. I, I want to yeah. do it all. Yeah, you know, it's like why? Welcome why would club, I? Man. Yeah, why would I just <laughs> yeah. hunt when I can hunt, and then the next day go paddleboard, and the next day go watch the northern lights, and the next day go kayaking, and then four wheeling and snow machining, and so it's uh, uh, 
I have a lot of toys. I found I, my whole spare bedroom looks like REI. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not. I have the like the gear walls with the racks yeah, and the yeah. pegs and everything. It's like, what am I going to go do today? Exactly. I need those yeah. boots. I need mm-hmm. those yeah. sticks. Yeah, <laughs> once a marine, always a marine with the tact. You oh, tact room. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, the items change a little. Yeah, you can never have enough gear, and that's one thing I've learned in Alaska too. Is um, I mean, I I was like this growing up in Utah, always doing everything, but. Alaska likes to test you in yeah. terms of, mm. you know, the gear you bring into the wild. Yeah. You know, there's, you don't want to be out it's on Kodiak forgiving. Island seven days into a hunt and have your rain pants fail. No. no. You know, oh, no, like no. you are absolutely screwed. Yeah. And so it's, you keep the Coleman tent at home. Yeah, exactly. That that's right. <laughs> and so it, it's, I think that's part of the fun of hey, Alaska. Hey man, don't eat this in Coleman, yeah. man. There's real consequences. <laughs> you know what Coleman yeah. does good? Stoves? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they do do stoves. <laughs> yeah. Except if you are on the, the old salt. ones, though. The old ones. Even the, the, but on the salt, you know, those are all done. The Dunzo in one year, even the old ones. Really? Oh, they get corrosion. Oh, they get corroded out? Big time. Real quick, I got to give Coleman a shout out, though, dude. So, Kodiak trip, I bring the reactor. Uh And I tell the homie, I'm like, ah, man, you don't need to bring that old Coleman, like, fucking pump primer. Yeah. I'm like, nah, man, I got the reactor. It boils water in 47 seconds. Oh, yeah. And you're good. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to bring it just in case. Yeah, I just yeah. never, I never leave home without this old, and he's got like the 70s. It's like rusty, crusty, yeah. old faithful, uh-huh. takes unleaded, takes, yeah. I don't know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, burn yeah, anything. I mean, fuels you can yeah. put in it, right? Well, guess what failed day two? The reactor? The reactor. The reactor. Damn. My reactor shit the bed, dude. And I'm like, <gasps> and I forgot he brought that. I thought he didn't bring it. Mm. But he was like, oh, no, no, I, I don't not I bring you. it. So yeah, yeah. we ate my, our mountain houses because of that. Yeah, Good old yeah. fucking 70s nice. Coleman pump. Yeah. So shout out to Coleman, man. Yeah. Don't be dissing Coleman. But, but, then, <laughs> but then this dude's got a reactor that's lasted Oh, like 15 yeah. years. Yeah. Like it's been everywhere. Yeah, whenever, that whenever the first, first one came out, and mm-hmm. I haven't replaced it, but. Yeah, wonder what failed on it. Uh, you know, it's it when you grab it and rattle it, something's like clink, 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 oh, like rattling oh. around, so something mm. broke internally. Oh, okay. I, I put in a warranty thing for it, and I just never mailed it off. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all guilty of that at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's like you go through the warranty process. I'm like, oh, man, yeah. that's a lot of work. I'll just go get a new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smart of them. Smart of them. I feel like I'll just go get a new one, but yeah, old Coleman, man. Yeah, that's sort of the fun though of Alaska. At least I thought, um, because I grew up hunting elk hunting in Utah. Um, Mm. Big thing for me, and it's elk uh, and mule deer. Yeah, elk and mule deer, Mm -hmm. um, specifically elk. You know, that was kind of what we went after as a family. That was like our like moose hunting for us, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, every uh, you. And, and we're spoiled here in Alaska. We get to hunt pretty much everything over the counter tags. So anyone who complains about not drawing, I don't feel for you. Yeah, you're still <laughs> but, uh, good. yeah we'd be lucky to get, you know, a cow tag once every couple of years. Right. Oh, okay. In spots like that. But just the gear that you use. And that's for me, that's the fun, the logistics and the gear yeah. of hunting. That's what makes Alaska yeah. hunting hard. Yeah. You know, like the, the yeah, Hard there's alders and thick and all that, but it's the planning. Like, how am I going to get from A to B? Oh, I have to take a float plane here, and then from here I've got to trudge through swamp and bring, you know, muck boots or wiggies waders or whatever I'm bringing. Yeah. Yeah. That, to me, is the, the preparation and the planning mm-hmm. is so much fun. It is. It I is. agree. That's actually my favorite. Yeah. 
I love that. Oh, yeah. and, and my yeah. favorite part. Yeah, and like, and kind of when I grew up hunting, it was like, okay, we're gonna jump in the the truck, camper tra- trailer, load up a cooler of food, you know, and set up mm-hmm. a, a Coleman yeah. tent, right? And we can walk yep. or take a four wheeler, pretty much everywhere we're gonna go, you know. And and there's you know odds and ends and hunts where they're different, but it's not like that here. Yeah, you're not just gonna jump on a four wheeler and park somewhere and hike off. At least not for your trophies. It's really interesting yeah. that you say that because you, lucky. you know my we're we're originally from Wyoming and you know so we my dad grew up elk hunting a similar way that mm-hmm. you probably did and when we moved here like that's the shit we'd go into Alaska into the backcountry and do the shit that we do here with the shit gear yeah you know and then but then like the available gear here wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so it was like well we're gonna upgrade but you're like not upgrading to like what we got today yeah so then all of us have got to kind of hunt the utah wyoming way upgraded a little bit but not what we were at we're at today and like live this progression of gear and now we're just fucking spoiled dude oh, we have the best shit man. it oh, is like yeah. unbelievable yeah it's got four and, sleeping bags yeah and we have <laughs> so many companies out there producing like good gear oh man that you just yeah. get to pick yeah. And, yeah yeah and the reviews out there and people that are trying to you know mm-hmm. go test the shit we know them all you know yeah are, it's just who you know and it's even been fun. even the half-ass gear is better than the gear from back then. oh for sure like you can still go to walmart and go get Oh yeah, even Walmart stuff is still like way better than what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. If you're not trying to break the bank, yeah. Well, the DWR was the Gore-Tex of forever, right? Yeah, like it was like you either went sheep hunting with fucking Healy Hansen or whatever, (laughs) like the Walmart fucking rubber. Yeah. Or you went with DWR shit and you're soaked the whole time. And then Cortex came out, but it was only like really available to the military. So yep. you had to be buddies with people on the base to get you yeah. like, and you were or rocking sur- like the air, for, the air force oh, yeah. Gore-Tex, Gore-Tex jacket. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it was, I, I, I and feel now like, but like, that's like the, the step, like you gotta have, I rocked the military stuff for like, Oh, oh yeah, ten years forever. Oh, I hunted yeah. that yeah. as a kid, and like, now I still have it because I was like, I might not need it, but I know my cousin's coming up. We used to go to gun New York. Shows, He's gonna want and I'd this. I'd buy the old school military tri camo. Like my dad would buy that for me. I remember I've got like pictures the sur- of it. the surplus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hunting yeah. and that kind yep. of stuff. Yep. Thinking you're the coolest person in the room. Fuck yeah. yeah. I still go get those gear. bags. You know the dry bags, the old military oh, yeah. light dry bags. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are money. They're so light, and you just what? kick your meat off the mountain. Well, think about the boots we wear in the winter. <laughs> We're wearing bunny boots all everywhere. Oh right? yeah, it's all military yeah. too. And yep, yeah, yeah. That is the good stuff. Man, you know what we got at Moose Camp is uh, a set of uh, it's like aluminum pots, um, like a mess kit. Yeah, those motherfucking things. You can burn. Oh yeah, a crust. A stew crust, like boil, you know, warm up a pot mm-hmm. of stew in that thing and like burn it on the bottom <laughs> and then throw some Dawn and some hot water in there, boil it and just yep. scrape it up. Dude, those pots and pans. <laughs> well, last year we got there and like something got into into our, uh, our like seal wrapped gear and they ripped into the visqueen and the tarp and then water got in. Yeah. So like got a bunch of shit moldy. And those fucking military pots just clean right up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every goddamn time, dude. Like, those are tried and true. Dude, you got to bring a drum in. We just never got to that point. You're right. I got do. a drum that I'll give you. There you go. Sealed food grade, baby. <laughs> Take it in. Okay. Shit, yeah. We need to haul it in in the wintertime. Yeah. 
that was like always the move. It was like, oh, it's all this shit in the wintertime. And then. Those drums aren't very heavy. And you, you can put your gear in it when you're going in. Yeah. I bet it but this huge. Where do you put it? On the front well, of the I, he, They have these big Argo trailers and shit. I know, but where did you Yeah, but they're full it? of shit. I don't have a drum at Moose Camp. Okay, I was just. <laughs> I have a yeah. tree. You've seen it. Haul it out. I think we need to bring a drum too, but no one listens. So <laughs> you gotta have, have a drum. drum. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're like totes, totes, zip ties, duct tape, and yeah. visqueen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just fix it wrapped tape. around a tree. We're we're exactly like that. Yeah, so, yeah. But you see the guys with the drums. Yeah, yeah. when you go by, and oh, yeah. this guy yeah. has his drum yeah. out here. Everything's a so little. Hot. Everything's a little musty. You can cut it open. It's like your coffee cup. You're like. First couple of days, yeah. and then it finally wears off. <laughs> oh, I bring my coffee <laughs> cup in sick? every year. Oh, you bring? Oh, you keep a coffee cup out there? Yeah, I need. I, I need one of those like the blue stainless. Oh yeah, dude. No, we I went should. to Wall Tents finally. Oh there you yeah. Go. See, so. I'm just putting everything on my back and going. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this well, is a 92 no, no, boost no. camp. So. Oh, Again, kind of an Alaska newbie here. Yeah. No, it comes, you, to, no, to you it comes with time. No, Figuring our, that out. Our the, shit's full glamp off. Like the, we got, yeah. yeah, it's stupid. Actually. That's, the, that's how I am ice fishing. I'm a total glamping yeah. ice fishing. Like, yeah, bring but the that's appropriate. Right? I think so, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I got, I got a projector this time. Whoa. I got a projector, and I'll put, like, TV on the wall while I'm fishing. <laughs> oh. I'm told Catch the You got a generator running out there? No, it's battery-powered. Um, I have brought a generator out before, though. I have, I'm have. i not going to lie. <laughs> we haven't gone full generator at Moose Camp, but, like... You're about there. I mean, we could. It's something that you we have haven't... You have though. You have hot I water? I mean, it's... True. Well, where are our camps, like, nooked in? I don't think it would be... If we ran it during the day... To charge things and whatnot, uh-huh. it wouldn't be a big deal. And then, yeah. like, you know, by 3 o'clock, you know, shut it yeah. off. Yeah. Just got to get one of those, like, new solar generators. Have you seen those? Like, no. brands like Jackery or no, like Blue uh-uh. Eddie? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. And you can charge them up. I just didn't know if they would actually really charge stuff. They're No, they're pretty awesome. Are they? I've got a Jackery in the truck right now. Oh. And it's, I mean, I'll, I'll run four or five days of charging my camera, laptop, everything off of it. Like, full on. Oh, really? Oh, mm. yeah. They're not like it's not something you're gonna backpack with. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But, but if you're hauling on an Argo or four wheeler out, yeah. yeah. How does oh, it work? Oh, it will do it. So it's they're just giant. Like it's basically like a giant lithium ion battery. Oh, okay. With a um, what's it capacitor? called? Capacitor. Jackery is the name of it. So it's a, pretty heavy. Can you look? They that are up? pretty they heavy. G A C K E R Y. Yeah, they're like orange and black as their colors. So that it has like a uh, capacitor or yeah, something. Those. Yeah. Okay, uh, I've seen these. Ca- what's the word? It's so it's a battery and then a. Uh, I'll think of it, but that little thing, inverter, inverter, oh inverter, yeah the inverter because you can plug in and and depending on how big you buy, you know, like I have the the two thousand pro I think is the model. Yeah, I just I mean it'll it'll, that thing will power power a welder. I've welded. Oh wow! Wait, not a giant welder, but like a little one. Oh yeah, a little wire. No, just the fact that it'll. Yeah, it'll I mean, power I can, that. that. means exactly. I can bring my air fryer. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> making some chicken wings. Yep, there you <laughs> go. There you go. <laughs> they're pretty oh, sweet, so man. They're, you know, they're, they're a little spendy. But God damn it, at least, at least for me, being like, you know, doing photography, yeah, yeah. always charging drone batteries and mm-hmm. camera batteries, like, it's a must. Yeah. That's the 2000 right What there. do you like for, like, a small one, that small handheld cool um, chargers? The cheapest one you can buy because they're yeah. all the same. Really? <laughs> Really? I I swear I've broken so many of those. What's the, what's the one they sell at Barney's that like dark energy or black energy? Oh yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah. like one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bought one for like forty dollars off Amazon. That's outlasted that one. 
and I mean, no, oh. no, like, yeah. I'm not dogging any of them, but it's just like they're it's a battery pack. It's, it seems to be hit or miss with those things. They're gonna shit the bed eventually, yep. and especially when you're when you're outside and they're getting wet. Oh. And condensation. They're in your sleeping bag, and they're just yeah. Getting, no, that's that's very true. I yeah. pretty much just buy it and think it's this is gonna last me this hunting season. Yeah, and oh. it's just it's kind of one of those expenses. One and done. Yeah, thing. I've had good luck with longer. the my charge brand. I haven't used that one. My charge. I have too. Yeah, that's check that one out. Yeah, yeah, like I'm talking like years. Really, like I've had years. mine for Heck years. Yeah. I mean, years. I'm not saying that it's like just as good as it was three years ago today, but I can get. I'm, I don't know, maybe and half you don't, a dozen and, charges and out of my And I never put it phone. in the um, sleeping bag. Like that just stays I, out in. The, I do do that with mine. Yeah. When I'm charging the phone, I yeah. put well, it when you charge the phone, bag. yeah. But like until you need to charge the phone, oh, like no, six day just, in or whatever. No, it's sitting right. in an action packer. Yeah, in a Ziploc bag. My charge, good one. My charge is a good brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not I'm not the most expensive but but affordable. Yeah. And built right? I I don't know. I, I like well, that one I, they have I'm at Costco good. right now. That one's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. And then the best one I ever had was a no name brand brand one for like Amazon. twenty or thirty bucks on yeah, Amazon. Same here. Yeah. It depends because you get some well. that are just shitty yeah, and they just they're done too. and you yeah, get they, some that's like yep. legit. What is the one that's goal zero? Goal zero. Those are junk. Garbage. Most of the, I have I've one of their shitty. I have one of their like lantern them. ones that's been uh, awesome for me. It's lasted years, but the rest of the Goal Zero stuff I've bought, yeah, garbage. yeah, my solar yeah, panel from them was crap. Yeah, garbage. Yeah, no. I like have two chargers from them. They, I do bring them along because mm-hmm. I can get like two charges out of my phone out of one, and like one's like the backup, backup, backup mm-hmm. to the backup. Yeah, if I run out of shit. And I can get a charge out of it. Yeah. And it claims like three or four. Yeah. But it, it does not fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 That's it, a good conversation. I bet you could probably bring some experts in. But you probably got some good. I'd like to see one build. Like, I mean, I know so many companies try. And it's, I mean, give it a few years and technology is going to advance. But, yeah, if you could find a compact, lightweight, fully, like. Nuclear bullet, power. Yeah. Bullet, just yeah, <laughs> yeah. nuclear power plant in your pocket. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. Just charge everything. I need to yeah. charge my laptop. And it needs to be phone, real light. Camera. Real light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The what? screen. What would you say? You bring the. You bring the. The projector The projector. Out there. <laughs> Sit back, jigging while you're watching Netflix, yeah. you know. Yeah. Full no on ice fishing right there. So. <laughs> So I love paddleboarding, man. Tell me, tell me about your winter paddleboarding and what you're into. Yeah. So actually, a cool story with that um, boat paddleboards. Have you heard of them? The inflatable paddleboard company. I don't know that that one. It's, it's B O T E. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh-huh. They sell that. Um, I think they sell that at uh, Mining Diamond. Oh, do they? They might. I think that's the brand they do. They're kind of one of like the up and like one of the better inflatable paddleboard companies. Yeah. But they just I, picked I me up. I use a Hala. Hala. I've had them for years. Nice. Hala. Yeah. Yeah. So they just picked me up as a brand ambassador. Oh yeah, nice. Super oh, right on. Super cool. Um, I really. Yeah, those are the ones they sell at Alaska Mine Diving. That they have they have the big um thing we want to bring. The uh, oh, like the, the flamingo the, or the, the, the boat. floats, like the, the docks. Yeah, the docks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys Can't, will have to hit me up. They're coming up this summer to do like a whole little movie on. Oh, what is like this? Alaska? So, this? so right we want to we, we float the Golcana Wild and Scenic River every year, okay. and we want one of those things for when we dock up this year on the river. Okay, and so we can bring a drone and get some good footage I for got, you guys. I got the hookup for you guys, or, or so just so. join us and you can film it. Oh, I'm yeah. in. Let's go. But yeah, so they're they're coming up. They're a cool brand. They they really focus on like their imagery, mm-hmm. and, like creating a story in their social media, which I, I think you know yeah. it's right up my alley. 
And so they've got like a full on like Hollywood producer and photographer that does all their stuff. Okay. And they, they've got, I think it's like nine or 10 ambassadors and they do like little feature films on them. You Sweet. Know, they, they fly out to their locations, kind of show their lifestyle. And so they're coming up here in, in July and we've got some pretty cool stuff planned. Like we're going to take, we're going to go out in the glacier and do the glacier paddle boarding. Yeah. Glacier. Yeah canyons yeah. and where do you like to go on which glaciers do you like to do those um you know connect is connect is yeah upper hoffman <laughs> upper yeah, this yeah, exact glacier. spot yeah <laughs> connects the easy most easily accessible yeah, yeah. and it has a lot of great pools like especially accessible by helicopter when yeah. you're back there um so we'll go out we've got the helicopter for the day we'll go out and find some try and find some like slot canyons yeah, and yeah, some yeah. places to play um and then we're gonna we're gonna take the paddle boards out across the inlet and do some uh, salmon fishing with the bears. Heck yeah. You know? Oh, oh nice. nice. And stuff like that. <laughs> That'll uh, be cool. We might go out to like Bear Glacier Lagoon. Okay. Out of sewer yep, and go yep. do some paddling. Yeah, there's a shit ton of bears there too. I know. It's going to be awesome. Um, and they've got a cool paddle board that you can put. Uh, it's got a little transom on the back. Really? And you can put like a 6'6 six, six horse on no the back. No way. I got a photo up right here, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. That's on yeah. step. Oh, what? So they, 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 I've got one of these right now. Is that like a little handle you can hold on to there? Yeah. They've got a handle oh, and a seat. Oh up. man, that is cool. And he can sit on his cooler. We're gonna go we're gonna go halibut fishing. Yes. Off of oh, them this, this spring. Right. You should sure. enter the winter king derby. Oh, that would that be thing. cool. The, oh, yeah, shit. that would be cool. Dude, paddleboard. Yeah. Because right. that's probably right up in the kayak. There's only like yeah. one dude that enters, he wins yeah, that division, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's cool. And and Alaska has so many unique places to like paddleboard oh, and get absolutely. out there. Um like I grew up in Arizona on Lake Powell. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of paddleboarding yep. there. And, yep. and being able to like I've paddleboarded in those like the slot canyons, you know, the red wall mm-hmm. slot canyons. Those and then are beautiful. Being able to do that here in the ice canyons, yes. you know, like fire and kind of ice and it's just it's cool to yeah. be here. No, Pull rad. up one of those pictures, uh, Brandon, of the yeah. ice paddling. Will do. I, I mean like so have you fallen in? Yeah. Yeah. We were out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, more more like jump in. Yeah. I'm one of the guys who's going to strip down naked and jump in anyway. But uh, yeah, we'll, we fall in. We had a. I had it's a on his Instagram. I had a friend. Oh, oh. I had a friend oh, out there flying his drone and he crashed it into the ice wall and I ended up diving into the. Yeah. All pool right. Save it. The fucking hero. All right. Yeah. So Have you done much uh, river paddleboarding? Right not there, a right? not a ton. On the right. There's um, one on the right. I've there. done some whitewater paddleboarding. Yeah, I did that out in Virginia. Okay, that is way harder than it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's it's kind of it's you know it's newer the past year or two here in Alaska paddleboarding up here, mm-hmm. getting more into it, getting out yeah. in the rivers and doing it. So. Yeah, I really enjoy the it's the really river nice. and then the ocean stuff, like a lot of Prince William Sound. Yeah, but I, the rivers are cool. You can fly fish, you know. So yep. it's like you know on the Golcana or some like I paddleboard on the Kenai, mm-hmm. and you can get in the, some nice little some trout nice spots, spots, you know. Yeah, that's that's one of the goals. We we actually did some duck hunting off of them this year. Whoa! We used them as layout blinds. All right, and we'd anchor out. Yeah, and, you know, drop up and shoot. Yeah, them, and yeah. They worked perfectly. That is that, cool. You know, yeah. Totally, you know, our modern modern era of cool gear to use. Yeah, no, that's badass. But that was fun doing some duck hunting off of them this year. Um, 
yeah, I want to do more river stuff. Like I said, the fly fishing. We got a lot of rivers that I want to yeah. hit up, and 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 I'd like to fly them out in a couple, you know, with a couple yeah. buddy super cubs and get to some cool spots. For uh, like just a hot tip on rivers. So you know, I you start with the ten inch fin. Then I was like, oh, you know, with the rivers, I'm hitting the bottom. I'm gonna go to like a six inch or a four inch. But mm-hmm. there's these two and a half inch that are UV act- uh, activated, UV light activated. Oh, cool. So like if you really plow into a rock and you're going through some white water, and it hits it, it'll fold to the side kind oh, of neat. fail so then you don't fail forward onto your yeah. knees or in the water then you just turn it upside down like one minute in the sun it'll and it, and loosen it, it up and, and then you get it straight again back then push it in the water it'll harden back yeah, up that's freaking and, cool yeah definitely uh and they're cheap you know they're like 30 bucks Genius so whenever i do idea. a river i grab those that's a good one i went down to valdez this past summer and another guy you guys should put on your show eight uh valdez board man Oh, freaking cool he's like man. this this uh paddle boarding guru his name's steve all right down there he's a cool cat all right like he's kind of one of the ogs of like thompson pass skiing yeah all right oh, rad yeah. kind of guys yeah, i bet akj knows him oh yeah super cool guy but he he does paddle boarding down there on the glacier yeah the the glacier lakes yeah um and i met him down there and we went paddle boarding together he's got a couple of those with the fins that the inflatable ports but the fins fins are retractable even really? into the inflatable board wow oh. that's rad yeah they were really cool but he's a cool guy um i, I do some paddle board man yeah valdez board man oh yeah that's paddle board on the yes that is gorgeous good times man is that knick yeah that's knick so can you guys paddle all the way out to the river from here or no um, no. So this is, these pools are usually anywhere from two to three miles, like into the glacier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're all, you know, Heli. summer, spring melt, bring a helicopter in. Yeah. And, you know, and this is for anyone who thinks, you know, to go out and do it, I recommend it. It's, I mean, that was one of the coolest things I've ever done. Yeah. It um, looks awesome. Be smart about it. Cause it looks totally safe. And I mean, Mulan's that, that glacier's at that point, you know, 300 feet deep. Yeah. If that water decides to drain you're going with it and yeah. they're not going to find you until the next ice age melts you know or yeah. something like that oh yeah uh, or if like something shifts like well just simply falling in and getting hyperthermic I yeah you're starting a fire well and that and that <laughs> glacier and that ice <laughs> no. you, that ice is i mean it's just like the glacier the 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 floor of the glacier so that ice at some point you know is 60 feet deep and then other points it's a foot deep and you can, can you barely yeah, see you can see it. it's real shallow right there yeah so if you fall you know crack your head open on something but mm. Yeah, so we do that with out with Alaska helicopter tours and and Sun Dog guiding. They they guide those trips out there. Um, so if you ever want to go out, so definitely. That's cool, and I'm sure it varies every year, like where it's going to melt they, and where it's going to be change. a new path yeah, and they all change that stuff. Every, every so year, beautiful. every month, but yeah, the they're magnificent. Beautiful. God damn, that's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they're wild out there. What's that drone you're using? Um, I think it's the Mavic Two Pro on that one. Um, it's kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of one of the fans, like if it's, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. yeah it works. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can buy the newest piece of camera gear and gear every single month. Like there's a new month. one coming out every year. Yeah. Yeah. Every no. month. Yeah. yeah okay. Literally. I save my it's money. It's always new stuff. It, it's about being in, in cool locations and telling a story. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not about the, the piece of camera, you know, the, the camera you have in your hand. Mind you, I do have nice camera gear, but I've saved up, you know, and done that. But I can take an awesome image with my cell phone and show it to you on your phone, and you're yep. not going to know anything, any different. Yeah, yeah. It's being in those moments and being in that experience and being able to capture that that story. Yeah, that's what Jerry said too. Yeah. It's like 
Just yeah, be out there. Did. Just be in that moment. Just be there. Mm-hmm. You, and you that's just, what's you have to be there. It's putting in time. Like you, you see some of these amazing photographs, and what you don't see is the hours spent, like in nature, to capture that perfect light, yeah. or capture that moose doing that that one crazy thing, you know, or capture that that perfect sunset. Yeah, I mean, it takes years for some of these photographers to capture their, you know, those shots. Yeah, yeah. those like career photos. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's and it's mm-hmm. just. I get that question all the time, like, oh, what camera do you use? Or, you know, how do I do this? I'm like, the biggest thing is, like, just just go do it. Yeah. Take yeah, your phone out or there. buy a $50 camera and go outside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then take a lot of photos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just take a lot. There, yep. some, something's going to turn out eventually, you know. But, yeah, just just go outside. Don't Don't spend your life sitting on Instagram living vicariously through other people, you That's know. That's right. Mm. It's that old Travis Rice quote, like, if you want authenticity you have to go out and initiate it yeah like it's just Mm. it's huge um let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with some trivia how's your trivia game tyler oh boy this will be fun (laughs) (laughs) see what you're really about to find out yeah Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers, custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. I mean, mind you, nannies are big and old. Yeah. I was stoked about it, you know, being my first goat ever. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Like, Th- this one right here is the nanny? Yeah, that was my nanny. She oh, okay, I can tell with the, skinny, the skinnier horns. Yeah. Great great photo, though. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a good time. But yeah, yeah, we're, we're back on, Tyler. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, we do have a bunch of uh, giveaway prizes that didn't go out. Um during the meat party so be on the lookout for that we're gonna do some uh instagram facebook stuff for that um for the prizes so if you did miss out on uh about perspective. on the party and all that stuff we will have some uh stuff out it. there for you guys it's oh that's like, an amazing picture it's not like crazy high up either so that goat fell rolled oh, a okay. long <laughs> ways down before we took those pictures isn't that convenient oh <laughs> thankfully good thing um, the horns didn't bust off too oh we got lucky we actually that i shot that goat in a spot that if it wouldn't have rolled i don't think we would have been able to recover it 
when we mm. we were it was one it of those fell just right and rolled it up was good. one of those dicey spots where like i don't know if i should take the shot i don't know if we can get up there and we made the determination that we could get to it if it did die on the spot okay um and because the death laid of how steep it was mm -hmm. we couldn't get any closer <clears throat> without you know not having a shot and so i took that shot of that billy at 560 something yards Whoa. damn yeah long shot way more than angled I, up yeah or? super angled up um from one ridge to another like and just we could not get any closer with without blowing it really confident in your firearm and in the shooting you've done and everything yep. else um <coughs> very confident in that and even then it was not it, it wasn't my proudest moment as a hunter like i like to you know an ethical quick clean kill um i let my pride get ahead of me and i really wanted to go and that was you know one of my good yeah. chances at it yeah um but we had 40 40 mile an hour winds swirling in there mm. um i took oh. a i took a shot took two shots they were they were bedded down below this cliff face and i took two shots above them one to get them to move and then two to see where my shots were hitting yeah kind of gauge what mm. was going yeah. on yeah and mm. first shot you know hit about two feet left of where i was aiming and then the second shot hit about four feet to the right and that was all due to wind um Jesus. like yeah. I, I know my Super shooting capabilities yeah, yeah. And so, um, luckily, so I, I did end up missing my first shot on the goat and I hit it with my second and I hit it, um, a little bit like higher, lower back. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, I connected pretty well with my third shot. Okay. Um, so I was able to knock it down and then it rolled about 400 yards down a shoot that avalanche. We watched that avalanche the day before. Oh man. Um, and then it got caught on the single alder tree tree mm -hmm. sticking up through the avalanche. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of like hung up on it. Just literally like, I mean, I'm talking like a toenail hung up on it. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the coolest hunts I've ever been on. Well, thanks yeah. for sharing your, uh, honesty on that. Yeah. Because a lot of guys will be like, oh yeah, man, shoot 500 yards all day. <laughs> and it's like, well, it, you know, yeah. it can be pretty risky. Oh, it absolutely so, can be. There's, there's so much that plays into it that you can't, I mean, you could go and shoot all day long at the yeah. range. Yeah. But if you can't oh, control, you <laughs> it works. Nice. But you can't control. I don't control know if we're giving that away. I don't actually. know if we're giving that away, man. It's a uh, hey, Sweeney, Aaron I Sweeney. I think that man. might have to stay. Yeah. Aaron Sweeney gave us this beautiful um, Lazy Susan uh, wine barrel thing for people that don't know what a lazy susan is it goes on the top of your how, counter how and it get, just rolls it it's a circle lazy susan i don't know but yeah. he's the one who made our sign he does a lot of cool signs and a lot of good woodwork aaron sweeney if you haven't checked him out it's roasted timber works um on instagram if you want a really cool wood anything um from sign to like logo sign to or, uh, family you know. just like you know the thompsons live here or whatever like this dude does it all um definitely check him out and thank you for this and and it's, I don't think that it didn't get chosen. I think that um, we chose to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I displayed some other pe people's work on it. Um, Eric Smith, Alaska Outdoor Club. Oh, so maybe they didn't think that it was, they yeah, could have took that? I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't thinking. do that on purpose. Yeah, smart thing. I was like, I'm going to put thinking. some stuff on there. Like so it just kind of blends in. I was like, it may or may not get taken. This was his to-go box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Jack's trivia. Trivia oh, yeah. time. We need With the button. Jack Lau. Oh, there it was. Do, 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 do. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, just so we know about this Lazy Susan thing, I Googled it. Mm. Many authorities recount the theory that the Susan was simply a commons maid's name and that the term Lazy Susan applied to the self-service gadget 
was a sarcastic reference to the supposed sloth of household servants. So I think we need to rename it to something else because that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's very fucked <laughs> Who's up? the laziest yeah. person we know and we'll name it after that? Well, and so is it just basically well, more all, like create. all these Can we assholes say the lazy like, Alex? you know what? Let's just call <laughs> inside it's joke. It's like, servant, oh, what, is, what is your name? Uh, Michelle? No, it's Susan. Down. It's Susan now. All your names are Susan. <laughs> oh, yeah. These guys are assholes, man. We just named it the Lazy Alex. <laughs> it, it's its name. <laughs> yep. Lazy well, Alex. Yeah, calling yeah. you out, Alex. You'll I don't be, know who you are. Yeah, yeah. man. I don't yeah, hope he doesn't listen. Yeah. We love you, Alex. Yeah, come, wa- Alex. come watch some more hockey games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's get to get to some. If a goalie could long shift, (laughs) (laughs) it's Alex. Yeah, Yeah, but he just wouldn't stand up. Uh, All right, we'll we'll start with the easiest one. How many glaciers are left in Alaska? Oh gosh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's twenty-seven thousand. Boom. There's a number. Eat on that. I was thinking more than that. Okay. Really? Brandon, uh, go ahead. Less. I was thinking less. <laughs> I was, dude. I'm gonna go thirty-three thousand six hundred twenty-seven. Let's let's Ooh, just thirty-three. I like this very specific. <laughs> we got to change it. Well, how many named? Okay, that's there. Not fair. We go. Okay, yeah. okay, named ones. Yeah, named. Named. So you're gonna change your number now? Okay, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, 2,600. That's a good guess. Yeah. Right in the middle there. I see how you play this game. All right. I don't win often. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go less than that for named. 2,600? Yeah, that is a lot. I'm going to go like (laughs) 1,100. Uh, 1,099. <laughs> <laughs> so how many, how many mountain ranges are there? No, 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 we're ton. we're doing the same process. We did named and then There's unnamed. There's not as many glaciers as lakes, though. <laughs> not even close. No, but they form lakes. Four yeah, I was going to say there's a lake at every glacier. Some glaciers form lakes. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. There's a lot of glaciers. It's got like, hey, right. yeah, to be a right, big lake right. to be formed by a glacier, though, doesn't it? Which would mean there's more glaciers. I think geologically, you'd, you'd yeah. need like the right like trap. And, and what changes? What what is the difference between a pond and a lake? So yeah, there's swamps and yeah, I know. Yeah, hold on, yeah. Hold the on, girth. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's only three inches long, but why does it appear, Cam boys? Yeah. It's a lake. <laughs> <laughs> may not hit the back of it too. I, actually, I, I bet there is actual the scientific there like, is, there answer. That like, out. That. Yeah. This is getting real graphic. Oh, yeah. uh, you you got to get your depth to length ratio <laughs> right. Podcast so. Glaciers in Alaska, Better I'm going to say there are 3,133. There's 664 Fucking names. Fucking way. Oh. Who got the low, low? 
I had it. Actually, it's no over, so none of us won. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's we do play that's Bart right. Barker yeah. rules. Yeah. We, yeah. Do. Yeah. we didn't let Tyler know that, but okay. Yeah. Now yeah, let's go to the other question. And how, how many what? Six hundred. Six hundred sixty-four. Okay, how many so glaciers? Period. No. How many glaciers in Alaska? Period. Holding my original answer, okay. which but Bob was? Barker. What was your original? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember mine either. So don't I think go I'm over. Change mine now, though. Yeah, me too. What was your OG one? It was a lot. We're Actually, I remember that. me. 4,133. 4,000. 4,133. I said 2,600. 2,600. Mm. We're gonna split, we're gonna no, no, for, for unnamed, like <laughs> total. I know. Total. You asked for the original That's or still we can way re-guess? Over. You can re-guess it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, ooh, unnamed. I'm going 14,000. I'm going to say 1,300. 1,300? Yeah. 100,000 which Give makes sense right break dude if you walk back into like these like valleys on the Kenai and stuff there's hanging glacier here hanging yeah. glacier oh, there yeah there's yeah, this yeah, yeah. yeah and that true. crazy difference That's though true. but like from the lake one there was like way there's thousands and thousands of lakes that were named yeah. there's only 664 well think when you glaciers. just fly like if you fly out of here in the winter dude it's just like yeah well so hours. Hold on, there's, there's, there's a million dollar on. app idea you know that like star registry Oh, Just make a glacier sh- register. Yeah. Name a glacier after your yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I like that. I like, I like call that. this Susan yeah, Glacier. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly <laughs> where it's me. at. She is not lazy. Yeah. Uh, by now, it's melting. <laughs> <laughs> it already melted by the time I named it. Fuck. <laughs> uh, then you named the lake. So I think about like uh, ice fields. So yeah. that's where like a glacier starts. So you have the ice field. And then the tips of the ice field are the glaciers that pan out into the like like they're doing really good at some fans. You see, I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> like this is the ice field. And these are glaciers that peel off. That's what we call jazz hands. Yeah, everybody. spare fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so like a glacier that's still not connected to the ice field is still considered a glacier. Maybe I think it would be. At a hundred thousand, it has to be right. I I'm not sure if it would need that. Though, I'm sorry. I mean, the, you got to just think of it. One. Like I mean, let's look that. at like Denali or whatever. Like how many different? Just, you know, what I'm saying like true. Or or like you're driving to Whittier. Like if you look up to the right or left, there's probably a hundred different glaciers that are little tiny hanging glaciers all the way up there. You know, driven the Denali Highway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Thing there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you eaten it? It blew my glaciers? mind that was, there was that many, though. I have, dude. And seven there are glaciers. lots of glaciers. Well, that's what you can see everywhere. from the road. Yeah. That's like the first range. The like, what's after? First row, yeah. 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 Mm. That's where the shit's melted the most. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Doesn't that glacier? get you excited about oh, Alaska, man. though? Like, think about all those glaciers that no one's ever set yeah. foot on or even like maybe even seen like in person yeah. Mm. yeah i do have a favorite glacier it's um man i'll have to think of the what the name is but it's um portage it's out of um it's out of the sound and it's mm. like this crazy tidal zone my dad takes us in like it's his big thing when tourists come but um in low tide you, it flows into the lake and you can go way back into those glaciers mm. back in there I'll, I'll think about what it is and so portage tyler since before you was melted by the time you got here um <laughs> we used to be able to walk right the on the thing dude oh we yeah kids man i have a picture actually from my the mom has a picture of there yeah. like us on the glacier dude like yeah. right there that's nuts matt Nuska used to be a lot closer to the highway too yeah really. 
Yeah, before was, you had to pay your two hundred dollars to. That's insane. Crazy. Dude. That's, that is such a like so man. Fast. That but is if so you're disheartening. It's fifty bucks. It's yeah. like, and why are we? Still what kind of scam is that? It is it's a super scam. Scam. Wait, wait, what? And dude, the guy, oh, yeah. and the dude I, thinks he owns the glacier. Yeah. yeah, like I've gone out there, and he'll like yell at me for leaving the path. I'm like, no, you don't own this glacier. I'll yeah, go wherever I want. Yeah, no it's one owns insane. the glacier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he owns the road to get down there or whatever uh, it is. He owns, there's like a little like there's fence. A, you have to like pay this dude I, I, I to like go I, in there. I can say I've never driven down there. Don't. No, you see it just I mean, as good feel, from It feels really like tourist trappy. So I'm like, oh, hey. well, he's turned it into that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no shit. It's well, like the worst. Been, I don't know. Scam. With full Yellowstone on it. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That oh, sucks. it's called Derrickson Glacier. The one that you like? Derrickson's? Erickson, mm. yeah, no, it's just raw, dude. It's like it's like uh, Middle Earth meets glaciers. You know, mm. If you can imagine that, okay, reference there, yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm a huge fan of Black Rapids. Black Rapids is cool, sick. That Where's place that? Is sweet. Uh, on your way to Delta, yeah. Mm. On the so left like Canwell side. or Cantwell, yeah. It's just not, uh, no, it's pa- uh, Paxson, Paxson, yeah, past Paxson, yeah. The um, on the right, su- Summit, like past Summit, Summit. Oh, okay. Kind of like Kastner Glacier. Everyone goes to Kastner, but no one goes to like Black Rapids. Or no, okay. no, no. Well, you can't really like go to the glacier. True, but it looks like if you drive through there at the right time, it looks like some Lord of the Rings too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you hiked back in yeah. there? Uh, no, I mean I've thought about. I've wanted to go in there. And it's sweet. There's a guy on Instagram, Stephen Miley. Mm-hmm. He runs tours back there. Oh no shit! Guys. Mm. He's got some really cool. He's in. He's got some really cool. Don't you got to cross the Delta to get in there. Oh, before he does it in the winter. Oh, okay. The winter stuff. Okay. And you get in ice caves. But I've been back oh. in there in the winter. Oh, way back into Black Rapids. You just know, snowshoe back there. No and way. It's super. There's some really cool features. Back I'm just there. talking about seeing it from the road. Oh yeah, you so, got to get back in there. I mean, it just looks like the. Uh, what do you? What's that fucking spot in like Lord of the Rings? Morador or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it looks like that shit's back there. Mm-hmm. There's, like, you know, there's fucking trolls and shit living back yeah. there. Dragons. Yeah. Right. I saw a dragon flying one time. <laughs> you got a picture of it. Yeah. It's the, the eye. eye. The, the eye. Eye of the dragon. You just got to do a headstand. <laughs> Where's your favorite uh, glacier, Daniel? Should I'm going to say Portage. That's original. Is it frozen yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to refreeze, they say. Everyone no, I will say because that was like the first glacier yeah, I ever really like visited, yeah, and you know I'm bummed out that it's yeah. not there and I can't show my kids or whatever. Yeah, um, that's true. but it's still cool to go there and mm-hmm. and you know there's have a lot you of just uh, out to it on the frozen lake though. No, I haven't. I've been wanting to go ice skate oh, out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Emily actually invited me to go, but I mm-hmm. couldn't make it. Um, no, I have, and it's. Yeah, it's my favorite glacier. I haven't done that actually. I biked out there with the twins, pulled them on like one of those the little chariot things, yeah. and uh, so we were watching it. I was drinking a blueberry cider. Nice. I have like a super nice picture of that. Me and my dad, and and then the next day was the day that that thing caved, and so, all the videos okay. and the people. So were you were running. Running. I was the, with you the oh, same day. Okay, then. yeah, because the next day it caved. Yeah, yeah and, I was out there. And like, where they're taking the video where it crashed, like I brought my kids right up to that chair. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I walked right up to <laughs> it too. Wow. So like I was like, fuck. <laughs> they need like glacier danger. Yeah, and Glasses. that day was rough because going out, you know, the sun hadn't hit the ice yet, yep. and the way that the way that the you know the mountains were blocking the sun at that time of the day, and then Dad and I sat out there while they slept for so long. I wanted them to sleep before I walked and woke them up, and they're like three or whatever, two, I don't know, three, 
Anyway, the shit fucking warmed up and riding back a chariot through that. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sure that I was, was like post holing with a fat tire bike the rest of the way. Like, oh, it was no. fucked. Oh. And my dad was just laughing at me. It was great. <laughs> I fat tire bike to, to Spencer Glacier a few years ago. Again, soloed it because I was new here. Yeah, yeah. And on the on way back. On railroad tracks? Or? No, just on over on like Placer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and there you was were one a, of those guys walking was, that fucker back? Yeah, that Ooh. literally. Because Not a road packs you brapping. Like, on, on yeah, that's the way I did it this year. <laughs> oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> well, I broke. On the way back, there's an open water crossing, and I broke my chain in the oh. river and oh, lost no. a link. Oh no. oh no! Yeah, so I had down. to wipe it back, walk it back, and it was oh. it was just crusty enough that you could ride your fat tire bike, but you post hold the whole yeah, way. Yeah, so it was like nine miles of post holding back. Oh my Ooh. god! Did you get back in the dark? So yeah, bad. That was miserable. I got one more. Okay. It is. All right. So we changed it up <laughs> since we were talking about Northern Lights earlier. All right. So uh, Aurora Australis. The Aurora Borealis. <laughs> yeah. That's it. All right. James Cook, baby. So the term Aurora Borealis, how was it coined? Like, what's it mean? Like, how'd they, how'd they create the... Oh, I used to know this, too. The phrase. What was it derived from? I the guess. lighter of the I'm gonna sky. I'm going to say ooh, the northern f- northernmost forest. <laughs> something to do with that. Yeah, it's northern something. The northernmost like desert, deserty. Rephrase the forest. question. How was the term Aurora Borealis derived? Like when they created it, mushrooms. So North, the derived northern, northern <laughs> aliens. Drive northern like aliens, northern, northern aliens. forest. They were smoking some good motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 Shout out to the treehouse. <laughs> All right. Let's call it the Aurora Borealis, boys. So it was derived from the Roman goddess Dawn, Aurora, and the Greek name for the north wind, Borealis. Boreas. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So. How'd you guys not know that? Yeah. I didn't know that either. 1619. Can you actually look up really quick what the um, the uh, Alaska Native what their uh, word is for it? Not the word, but what they believe it what it is. Oh, I want to okay. say it's like an ancestor. Speaking of that, like, have you ever thought about like what people thought of a thousand what that years ago? Then? What they you know first time seeing what lights? They were seeing. Yeah. What they were seeing. Well, I want to yeah. say they thought Something it was like their ancestors sure. visiting them again or shining or, the light or, on their right. path again, or a god or like something spiritual, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious on that. Hmm. I'm also surprised we don't see, and maybe I'm wrong because I haven't researched it, but we don't see more like, I guess, cave paintings of that. Mm. You know, like this old the streaks, old school, like streaks in the sky. I feel like that would be something pretty hmm. prominent that would stick in the minds that you would see. I don't know. It might be one of those million glaciers we haven't. True. Those caves are probably just still frozen. Still frozen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's a bunch of different ones and. It's um, can I don't you reference want, a certain tri- uh, certain um, tribe or so that there's a, two different ones that I see here that one is an Inuit, and then there's another one that below it that says Inuit of Greenland. So I don't know if it's the same one. Uh, they're, they're, that but is similar. That's the Inuit runs the whole like northern hemisphere, but they're both the same. So and they believe that there are life cycles where the spirits of the dead remain in the sky, but then, um, but apart from their dead ones. 
so they're basically you know spirits of these departed friends and relatives trying to communicate to them who was left behind on earth okay i wasn't all the way yeah. off that. Yeah, no, you're no, very that, close yeah. with that that uh, i guess yeah nice oh no, that's good so there's a spiritual connection to it which yeah. makes sense oh, oh yeah totally i mean that's I mean, if the you're only looking way up to and explain something like that back then yeah yeah, because there was no, you know, there was no scientist that was like, well, yeah. you know, for the record, uh, there was no solar wind to look up. Yeah. yeah. It does feel <laughs> like a little spiritual, though, when you see him. I wonder what a flat earther thinks about I would agree with you. Alice. I, so. There's times when you just lay out there, you're just like, yeah, this is so much bigger than yeah. everything else. Sometimes we get yeah, too, like, sure. fact and science oriented. Mm. Did you guys hear what my question was earlier? No. Did not. missed it? Yeah. I wonder what a flat earther thinks Ooh. about the Lord of Valley. Yeah, that's Ooh. good. Yeah. Like the government makes the lights. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It is yeah. a conspiracy. Hunter, from Bi- Hunter Biden did it. Straight from, <laughs> yeah. straight from the White House. Just they want so they it laid out so they can see there. where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of dog you got? What is it, Mr. Steel? He's an Italian Mastiff. Mr. Pull, pull up, pull up I, this I picture. Him. I saw him. He has his own Instagram page. I want to say yeah, Mr. Steel, your girl. I don't keep up with it, but he is does. S T E L. That guy? Yeah. He wanted to eat my arm at the truck yeah. out there. Oh, is he outside? He yeah. is. He's in the truck. He didn't want to get him out because he's he he not us. friendly to people. Oh, he's not? What if you brought no. him in here? Nope. He tried to eat you. Legit, yeah. tried to eat you. What if really? I, what if scary. I kissed, what if I kissed him on the lips? He'd be oh, fine yeah. with it, right? Bite your face left. off. I'll you have a really. Off? You have some good pictures of him. He's a good pup. Look he's how uh, big he is. Yeah. Holy so, shit. Fuck, he's huge. What is he? Ninety. Uh, he's about one hundred and fifty pounds. One hundred and fifty oh pounds. Yeah. So he's a cane corso or a connie corso, however you want to describe it. But yeah, so I got him from Russia actually. Um, he was kind of put up for adoption there. He comes from a lineage of like working dogs, police dogs there. Uh-huh. So he's got aggression kind of built into him. Yeah. And I took him and. Red. Yeah, he's uh he's an uh, he's literally jumped on a brown bear's ass for me. Like I was getting charged by a, a younger male brown bear, mm-hmm. and he full on charged the brown bear back. The brown bear got scared, and he jumped on the ass and bit it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's he's. I mean, hundred fifty pound dogs a big. Oh, he's mm-hmm. another big animal. Oh yeah. Who's much quicker and more agile, right? Yeah, he's he's a beast. He's a fun pup. How old uh, is he? He's five now. Oh, so he's like in his prime prime. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's a good. Is, it, is it this guy right here? Oh man. Yeah. So oh, you shit. can't take him out with your friends and stuff. I have to be really careful. So he's extremely, extremely protective, as is his nature and his job. Mm-hmm. It's like even like shaking your hand. Oh, look at his eyes. Sometimes yeah. he thinks that like that's a threat. Oh, oh okay. And, and or like giving you a hug. He's yeah. like, oh hell no. And it's not from a lack of training. I've had him professionally trained. He's okay. just. It's just one of those dogs where it's in. It's him. just in him. Yeah. Is he dog aggressive too? He can be. Um, it, it depends on the dog. So yeah. sometimes he's great with them. Sometimes no. Like it, I bet, like a Chihuahua, he's like scared of it. Probably. And then and yeah. then another Some big dog, like chest bumps him. He's yeah. like, yeah, no, nah, that's not gonna work for me. He's a good dog for me, being you know like solo and single mm-hmm. and not having yeah. to deal with family and kids. Um, but yeah, dealing with friends and family and putting them in social situations, he's not he's not ideal. Yeah. Well, he looks scary too. Yeah, yeah. he does. He's a good pup. He's been on most of my adventures with me. So yeah, how does he do? Um, if you take him on like a solo, is he doing this caribou hunt or something like that? Does he does he listen or does he want to like chase the stuff? He's got the instinct to chase, but he does listen to me. Okay, uh, really well. In fact, there was this beach that I had camped at in California, and when I road tripped up here called Usal Beach, mm-hmm. and it's got these Roosevelt elk that come out. Like I'm not, I'm literally from me to you. 
Like I woke up, looked outside my tent, and there was like, a, oh shit. there was a huge six by six bull elk sitting right there. Oh, nice. And I've got videos of him just sitting next to me with these elk just grazing right in front of me. And he's oh, it didn't phase him. He's a smart ass though. Like I would look away. And he'd start army crawling, like, in the weeds to, like, get closer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? I can see you, dude. <laughs> no, nah, he's a good listener when he, uh, most of the time, so. So he's one of those dogs you can actually, like, talk to him? Yeah. And and he. Yeah, he's my best friend. Yeah. You know, in a yeah. sense, like, yeah. man's best friend, cliche, but, yeah, yeah he's been. been oh, man, I get it. Thin. The secret about that, or, like, you know, why dogs can listen to people when you're just talking to them or they live his lifestyle they they are with yeah. them all the yeah. time and yeah. if because oh, then yeah. you end up talking to them like a person yeah literally yeah yeah i have full-blown conversations yeah, yeah. I, w- I was i would share that like i had a rottweiler pitbull that was my bachelor dog before i had a family mm-hmm. and scary um, dog too yeah Got but him. he was really really nice dog i mean he was a good boy and uh but he was uh, very similar in that, um, oh, come on, damn thing like disconnected for some reason. I don't know what happened. Um, I could, people would be like, are you just talking to your dog? I'm like, he understands me. He knows. That's he knows right. what I'm saying. Like, when yeah. I like scold him for something or I praise him for something, right. you can see him smile or you can see him like, oh Cower shit, down, yeah. cower down. Like they understand. Yeah. You spend enough time. Where they hear your tone, they see your f- expression, uh-huh. your body language. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. mad, happy, sad, whatever. They see you sad, they come console you. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a, if you're with a pet enough, dude, they. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Or they can feel when you're nervous. Yeah. They can feel, like you said, the bear thing. Oh, yeah. They'll heighten their awareness because they know they need to protect you now. Yep. You know, they, they pick up on that. It's, it's amazing that they do. I, I, uh, story with that i so i turned 30 in february and i kid you not 30 is trying to kill me like I've, I've been to the emergency room twice in the past month and a half <laughs> oh shit yeah until 40 oh um, <laughs> yeah man you need to literally well one one was because of him um oh really so i was working on my snow machine and i had a random dog charge at me and just come and attack me really and he was out with me and he did his job and protected me you know um, and I didn't want my dog as massive and vicious. And this was a smaller dog, but like not, not a smaller dog, but smaller than him. Yeah. And I didn't want my dog to kill this dog. Yeah. So I went to pull my dog steel off of this dog, which is a terrible idea to break. Yeah. A dog fight, yeah. You, know? you get Especially, bit doing yeah. that. And he did. He whipped around. He bit me right in the face. Oh, oh fuck. Um, yeah. This was like a month and a half. It's hard. It's kind of, my beard kind of hides it, but I got like 30 something stitches. Oh wow. I got a huge gash down here. I could stick my finger through my. Oh, oh no shit! Mouth, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't mean to really no, bite you. It's just a knew, reaction. He knew instantly that like he messed up, you know. But the other one, which I was getting to, is as I randomly sat down on the couch the other day and to excruciating pain, and it turns out I had three kidney stones. Oh, oh shit! And but yeah, I mean, vomit-inducing, passed out. And I wake up and my dog is just sitting there, like licking my face, like cuddling next to me. Oh, you know, like he knew, up, yeah, I knew yeah. something was wrong. And yeah, so, that's cute. That's but, cute. Yeah, that's a good boy. Uh, let's nerd out on a little gear before we close it out now, because I'll be. I know all the photographers out there want to know like some of your favorite gear you're using to take some of these pictures. Yeah, Nikon, um, Canon. I'm a Nikon guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I pulled up a photo of an Nikon earlier, which. Sorry, listeners and watchers. Uh, 
Sorry, Tyler. Our <laughs> TV technology decided, it happens, uh, man. Just decided yeah. to stop no. stop communicating with my goddamn <laughs> laptop. So continue. Um, yeah. So I I shoot on Nikon. I've done it pretty much ever since I picked up a camera. My first camera was a Nikon, and I've kind of just I guess not really been brand loyal. I'm just familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, you know, it's it. comfortable. I know where every button is. You know, I could do it in my sleep. Um. But yeah, so I shoot, uh, currently it's a Nikon Z9. It's their newest iteration. Um, but that's not to say you need, you know, a nice camera to shoot anything. Like we were talking about before, I mean, the freaking iPhones these days take insane yeah. photos and you just got to be out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I shoot on a Nikon. Um, I think my favorite lens for all you photographers out there is a, a 14 to 24 to 8. You know, I like the wide angle showing more of everything. Um, do a lot of photo with it. I'm, I'm getting into a lot more video, and that's mm -hmm. why I got this camera. Okay. It shoots extremely high quality in camera. Yeah. Um, which is really fun, you know, getting to showcase the beauty of Alaska. Yeah. Um, like, being able to put, like, something like that, the things you see with your eyes on screen yeah. and, like, blow people's minds is just awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Nikon, Nikon for me. I've, I've thought about switching to some other camera brands, you know, with the technology and it's just, it's just easy. I yeah. just know how to use it. I mean, I probably don't know half the things that camera does. I know there's probably, so, there's so oh, many there's features so many on settings. Those yeah. I know what I need to do. And, and that's my biggest advice I would say to anyone trying to get into photography is, is, is master your craft. And the way you do that is, is by practicing it, yeah, but not practicing, but like doing it yeah, in the yeah. field. Don't sit at your house and practice, go out in the field and use that as practice. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's nothing better than experience. Yeah. I mean, I could sit in a classroom all day long and learn about, you know, Alaska in the wilderness and you could throw me out in the bush and I would probably fail, mm. you know, whereas I could have spent that time in the bush learning from failure yeah and you're gonna succeed yeah what would you say your um like your style of photography like we had jerry in and he's obviously like wildlife photography and then you got like landscape guys but yours is different it's like a it's i don't it's like it you have like a name or something. it's venture yeah. but like went it's like cold weather i don't know a lot of it's been cold weather themed you know with the i just i just am, enamored by the alaska the winter the glaciers the lights yeah um, but yeah adventure photography i guess if i had to put a name on it i really like to chase color yeah um, okay. a lot of people will say like hey you oversaturate your stuff and you know that's that's personal that's kind of my style i yeah. would i like to what i that's what i see and i get to these places and you see these places i mean you've all seen it in certain light conditions mm -hmm. and things like that where that's what it looks like yeah, yeah. Maybe you don't see that every single day, but yeah. in that moment, like under those light conditions with that setting sun or the lights, mm. like that's what I saw. Yeah. And it's, it's those like special moments of like, you don't see these colors every day or you don't see these light conditions every day that I like to chase and yeah, try and yeah. capture and share with everyone. Or yeah. the closest you can get to what you can see with your naked eye. Exactly. How do they do in that cold? I mean, you're out there in negative 30, negative 20, like what are some, uh, things that maybe the average person that's in ohio or whatever shooting that they might not have thought about when you're doing that cold weather stuff yeah so i mean you can never get enough batteries <laughs> batteries die in the cold yeah um but like things like your lens will frost up mm -hmm. and then little things and this is something like i learned in the military like you can't if you, if you were to bring a gun from cold weather into somewhere warm what happens 
condensation yeah right and then you take that weapon or piece of camera gear back out in the cold and what happens to that condensation it freezes yeah mm. almost instantly yeah and that's when you have a weapon malfunction you're going to get a round off but it's not going to cycle yeah and the same thing happens with your camera but you got to think about that condensation that moisture is happening inside the lens inside the camera body inside all your electronics mm. um so like when i travel for these cold weather things i put my camera and all my camera gear other than my batteries in the like the back of my truck in the cold Okay, so, so it is there. acclimatized. It's ready to go. There's no pulling out of my nice 80 degrees truck. Yeah, you know, to go hiking or my tent. Like if I sleep with my camera, like and I'm camping, it stays outside. Oh, I'll bring my batteries inside because your batteries will die. But yeah. I keep my camera outside, so it is. I mean, most. I mean, unless it's like you know, yeah. piss and rain or pouring wind. If it's nice out, it stays outside, acclimatized to the weather, because you you I've ruined cameras doing that. Mm. You know, and they'll they'll freeze up and they won't work and they'll die on you. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I, the, the camera's a tool and I treat it that way. I've gone through so many cameras. I've dropped cameras in lakes. I've dropped cameras in hot springs. I've, I've gone through, I think like nine cameras now. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's an expensive hobby. And that's, and that's partially my fault. Cause I do treat it as a yeah. tool. Like that's what it's yeah. there for. So I use it and abuse it. I put it as close to water as I can. I put it in places it shouldn't be. And yeah shit happens what about yeah. some other um like cold weather stuff like what suit and bag do you like oh that depends um if i'm hunting i'm a big hunter um if it's uh if it's like a fall hunt i'm gonna run the synthetic bag um, okay. i don't want my down bag getting wet if it gets wet it's never drying yeah um big weather uh winter i've got a western mountaineering down bag that i use for all my winter stuff mm -hmm. um and then kodiak uh, uh kodiak i what did i bring is it the camera? kodiak no the bag no i don't know which one it is i don't know the name i've got i've got a couple of them okay I, i'm a self-proclaimed gear queer yeah as i call it <laughs> right. there's so much gear to be had there's so much gear <laughs> that's the first one i haven't heard that, I haven't that either. Either. oh yeah you guys gotta see yeah. my gear room um I'm that guy that shows up wearing Kuyu and Sitka. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. there you like, go. That's what I'm talking yeah, with about. The first slate base layers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, no I've, allegiance. I'm no to any allegiance. Brand. I mean, yeah, I like I've it. got some, some Sitka gear that's awesome. And I've got some Sitka gear that's straight shit. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Kuyu. Kef I mean, well, actually, I like almost all my Kafaro. Yeah, Kafaro is pretty I do legit. Like my Kafaro. Yeah. Gear. I need to get me one of those. The, 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 no. I don't know. This is the best jacket I've ever owned. Yeah, you, yep. like, it's warm. I it like, keeps you kind of cool, and yeah, it's I like the stomach and the arm with mm -hmm. the um, cordura, the cordura fabric on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It keeps the shit yeah. from getting all nicked up. Yep, because mm -hmm. yep. that's yep. the spots that get ripped. Yep, and even when it does rip, like I've got holes in this one somewhere. Like it doesn't, it doesn't leak out. You or, know, or it, just it's a shred. synthetic. It's yeah. a synthetic fill, and yeah. it's woven into it. Yeah, where you're not losing it. Throw, oh man, throw that's some awesome. tenacious tape on it, and it's exactly. good to go. Exactly. Yeah. 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 How about drones? drones i get asked this all the time what's the best drone to use well I, I wouldn't say like the best drone what's like what's like the good like what would be the go-to drone for like everybody you know like you know you yeah, can that's like a the average realm, that's like a realm i've never even you know because the the best drone that how's that the like, how about know, this how's the costco drone i don't know the costco drone if, if i were to tell someone like the a drone that's going to do well for you, that's going to be easy to use for anybody to use, it's going to be a DJI brand. And okay. it's probably going to be like the the mini, one of the mini versions. I think there's a couple of them that are like 600 bucks. Mm -hmm. That's going to yeah. do more than what you want right. it to do. Is that like a pretty like normal price point for a good drone? It depends. They vary. You know, you can get them for like 200 
Uh, you're cheap, cheap. Yeah, super cheap. Yeah, um, okay. You know, you're, I think your lower end is going to be around 500 and then okay. I think the Mavic 3 is going for their Cine editions, like five grand. Right. And then there's, yeah. and then that's, I mean, that's just in the kind of user friendly. Then there's like the DJI Inspire. And then there's these, you know, handmade drones that can carry full on cameras and gimbals. And then you're looking at oh, thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. But for just like everyday Joe Schmo, yeah. Go buy, go buy a DJI Mini. And just get out there and shoot with it. Mm. The with like DJI Mini Pro is the only one I see here. Is like a thousand bucks. Is that the thousand? There's there's a couple others then a couple other models that have it. But and you would just attach like a GoPro to it, or nope, they've got cameras they built cameras into built them. In. Okay. Yeah, yep, they've got their camera. It's got a little controller, an app on your phone. We didn't. I don't know if we asked. I stepped out to go to the bathroom for a few minutes. What's your GoPro game like? I, I mean. I bought one. I remember having the first GoPro that came out. And yeah. It was the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, and then I have one of the newer ones, and I think I've used it like three times. Like the Hero 8? Yeah. No, now they're the like 10. 11 or something. I think something they have now. the 11 out now. I've had the okay. 10. Okay. Yeah. I don't use it a ton. Um, now that I'm doing more video, I mm. use it as like a B-roll camera to throw up somewhere and get some unique angles or some like kind of just set it and leave it. Okay. But in terms of like photography and other stuff, I don't use it a lot. Okay. Um, it's nice for things like throwing it underwater or that, mm -hmm. but I just, I, I feel like GoPro has a very unique look to yeah, it. It does. You know, with the it, wide angle. Yeah. And, the, and it's not a cinematic kind yeah. of look. It's a very like action sports, like in the moment feel, which can be useful in a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. But I think yeah. it gets overplayed and, and overused a little bit, but. How about these 360 cams that are out? I haven't used them yet. I've heard good things. Yeah. Um, I'd like to get my hands on one and play with it, especially, like I said, I was doing more video. Um, but, yeah, I, I haven't I haven't played with any of them yet. Yeah, we used one ripping those Alpine bikes a couple of weeks ago, and it was amazing. Really? And I watched the way that Jay was able to take that footage and just oh, pick yeah. wherever he wanted. Wherever. And it's not 360. It's, like, in terms of, like, uh, on one plane. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... 3d you know three That's so you can cool. take up down wherever you want grab that footage so so like we're a gopro skipping around mm -hmm. this just whatever smoothly catch it at whatever you want whatever angle it, i've seen a lot of guys so do that easy. on their planes you know running yeah their yeah or they their are yep. and things like yep. that mm -hmm. um, yeah jake runs one of those that's right so the dodo yeah the doo doo the doo 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 is that what it is the doo doo no he's the dodo the dodo the dodo the man though he's another good dude that you probably follow or message yeah on i've seen him on instagram he's a rad dude cool yeah. he's a really good cat yep, that's the other bucket list i need to finish my pilot's license are you working on that too i've been working on it for a few years i fly you know i've, mm -hmm. I've got quite a few uh i guess you should say cowboy hours you know mm. but i just haven't taken the test one of those things i didn't grow up flying but you can jump in and i could jump in and fly yeah find your way around on yep. the plane Yep, need to finish it. That's another Alaska bucket list. You got a lot of shit going on for just four yeah. years up here, man. Yeah. Trying to experience it all. And I was looking at your Instagram when we were talking <coughs> earlier, man. Goats, caribou. Yeah. I'm a I'm deer. A I mean, it's like, whoa, damn. Big hunter. Um, if you're in my friend circle, you know that like there's a few passions in my life and hunting is easily one of the top. Mm -hmm. I don't think I promote it as much on my social media. Um it's kind of one of those things I like to just do for me. Yeah. Mm. And that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, but I love it. Yeah. I, like I said, I grew up elk hunting and then the hunting in Alaska is just 
phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. So that's the, you know, spring bear. I'm stoked. I've already got all my plans for it this spring and already getting out. I've already seen a few bears popping out of dens. Oh, really? All this early? Already. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're Still hanging out. up high. Yeah, super high. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pumped for I'm pumped for fall. That's my favorite time of year. I still need to get a moose. That's on my list. I've no. helped quite a few friends take a moose, but I mm-hmm. haven't gotten one myself. Yeah. So this is the year. All the all the locals are like, "Oh, it's so easy." And I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If it's easy." I, I wouldn't mean, say easy. I've hauled out that. more moose than I've killed. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I've never taken an easy moose. Yeah. I mean, wh- I, okay, like so. You shoot a moose by camp, and then you haul it back in an Argo. Like it still has to get yeah, yeah, yeah. hung up. It still has to get lifted in and out of the fucking trailer, and then put on the boat, and then put on the truck, and then. I want an Argo. I'm a hundred percent with you until that hunt this sh- this winter. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. I'm a hundred. Right. That's where I was like, oh, I was with you there, but then. Okay. So there's thing. occasionally a situation yeah but what we do when we're i mean it's a fucking week long it's fucking hard work i need to go hunt with you guys the argos and all that yeah every every moose i've hauled out has been in my back oh and yeah nah dog we're not allowed to kill anything that we can't drive our four-wheeler to i mean what's that thing i mean how do you ruin a perfectly good moose hunt you shoot a moose yeah Yeah. (laughs) i learned that the hard way it's a very true statement yeah yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh man, we didn't get anything but a good buzz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. It's uh, worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, we went down to Raspberry Island this past fall. Um, my buddy and his dad both drew elk tags down oh, there. Oh, yeah. nice. And I, you know, I grew up elk hunting, so they invited me to come along. And let me tell you, wasn't what you thought, was it? Raspberry Island is the devil's asshole. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that place sucks. Right, right above the armpit. It's like those yeah. two spots that are just <laughs> awesome. Freaking hauling through raspberry bushes, six feet tall. I mean, you were thankful when you saw alders. Yeah, you're like, oh, this oh, is great. That, is that yeah. really so nasty? Did you guys get a critter? Um, like we got a couple deer, mm-hmm. but we didn't get elk. Um, you're probably happy in a sense that you didn't, based on that. Based on where we were when we got on the elk, <laughs> absolutely. Um, we had a couple, to be. a couple cool bear encounters, not cool, scary bear encounters. Um, I had the closest one I've ever had and I've had quite a few, you know, I was a, I was a fishing guy. I used to do fly out fishing across the inlet and you'd see bears all the time. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was coming down the mountain and spooked a sleeping brown bear. Oh. And, I mean, I'm talking 15 feet away. Oh shit. And that thing came up and I was running a new piece of a new chest bino harness and you know they have the little straps that hold your binos in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. always take those off of my harness because I, I carry a chest holster for my pistol. Yeah. And I had it because this was brand new. Uh, and I went, oh, to, I went to pull my pistol. With it. it got yeah. hung up on it? And it got hung up and oh. I couldn't pull my pistol. Um, and this bear was full charge right at me. And I mean, oh. I am screaming. And I'm, I mean, this was all of a 10-foot brown bear coming right at me. And I mean, I, luckiest thing in my life, that bear somehow decided to turn around and go away. But, yeah. Like once he maybe came to his senses out of his nap, but like, I mean, f- from me to you away, oh like in all, and I was in, close. and I was in thick alders where I couldn't like there was no turning and running or yeah. moving or doing anything. You're it was stuck. I was dead. Like if that bear kept coming, I was dead. And my pistol, because because uh, I carry a, a a sig, and so it's got a hammer, mm-hmm. and the hammer was yeah. catching on that. Oh my! And I God. couldn't get it out, and I was yeah. fighting it, and I was you know screaming at the bear, and I was just yeah. oh kind of panicking. Oh, I full on yeah. peed my pants. Yeah. I won't, yeah. even, won't even lie. Like, I got down to the ocean and just, yeah, had to change of clothes. Yeah. Wow. Was, that was a scary And one. you were pretty 
uh, a decent distance from your partners? Yeah. So we had kind of separated. They were, we were trying to spook up some deer. It was our last night, last day. Mm-hmm. We were coming down the mountain um, and trying to just see if we could spook a deer up. Um, it wasn't a super successful hunt where we were at. It was tough hunting. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was probably a quarter mile away from the rest of the guys and by myself, which mm. was stupid to begin with, especially on that island. Yeah. And that was one of, I think, six bear encounters we had on that island while we were there amongst four of us. Mm. It was, uh, I mean, well, I've seen bears, you know, yeah. down here and I've, I've had a decent amount of experience with them, but those bears were pissed and angry and wanted nothing to do with you. Like mm. they were not scared. They were all yeah. real, uh, like bluff charging or bluff or, charging or like and, and just, I mean, wolfing and yeah. And they would come right at you and then they were everywhere. Like I've never seen more bears. I mean, probably, I mean, Brooks Falls and things like that, but just bear sign yeah, different, and then b- different seeing, bears there. And yeah. big bears. Yeah, they're not like, they don't have salmon streams that they're no. munching on, and they, uh-uh. you're the secondary thing. Yeah. It's And that's what screwed up our elk hunt is we actually got on the herd in an evening. We, the herd crested over a hill um, about, oh, three-quarters of a mile, which if you've been on that island, three-quarters of a mile is going to take you a yeah. few hours. Oh, yeah. Um, so we started pushing our, our stock onto them, and the whole herd bolted and we're glassing and there was a, a brown bear ridge line or skyline chasing them. And then there was another bear coming in from the Valley chasing mm. them out and it pushed the whole herd of elk onto the other side of the Island. Um, elk hunt done. Yeah, pretty much, you know, yeah. but yeah, it was, that was a, that was a wild hunt. One of the crazier, I'm going to put in for that tag every year now and I want to go back and redeem myself. You know? yeah. I've heard that one's really hard. It's brutal. Yeah. yeah. It was nasty. Yeah. I never and heard anybody say it was easy. No, and people and people kind of gave me the heads up beforehand. They're like, "Look, get get prepared to, I mean, thick, nasty stuff with yeah. bears." And, and I mean, I took it. I'm like, okay, all of Alaska's thick. Like it's nasty up here. Yeah, but it's a it's another yeah, totally. It's another world. The out devil's there. asshole. You called it the devil's the asshole. Devil's asshole. Would you would you probably run maybe some more <laughs> like a brush gun next time versus a pistol? You know, I mean, do you think your pistol would have stopped a ten foot brown bear charging you? No. But I'm more comfortable with my pistol. Mm. Like, like you wouldn't tow if, a forty-five if, seventy or something like that instead. Hauling it through that stuff and like oh, packing it that through that, suck. and like all that would be a nightmare. That's the only weapon you brought. You didn't bring a rifle. I had a rifle with me. Oh, you did. Yeah, but it was strapped on my pack uh, at the time. Yeah, yeah, which wasn't going to do nothing. No. Yeah, because yeah, we were yeah. pretty much done hunting. But even in that around. scenario, it's not like that rifle is going to do you any good. No. You know, that close, like basically hip shooting, hip shooting at Mm -hmm. that thing, and Mm -hmm. and praying I hit something and scared it off. Yeah, but even then, like with the pistol, it's the same thing. Like, I mean, I'm confident with the pistol where I can shoot that. So you're trained though. Yes. So that's the difference between you and me, maybe Daniel and Jack. Nothing take anything from you guys. I bust my 45 out and target shoot. I can't hit nothing. Yeah, I can't hit nothing. But if you've trained and shot and you've been through the rigors of Short range mm-hmm. pistol. I, I'm very confident in my in my handgun shooting, and it, that's not to say I'm gonna sit here and and you know shoot ten rounds in a nickel. That was I, a ten I, mil. You were shooting. Uh, I actually talking? had a forty with me. I carry a forty. Mm-hmm. I know, kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a ten mil too, but I'm more comfortable with my forty. Yeah. And I I carry what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and you that's could, what I tell everyone with the bear gun. People always ask, "What's the best bear gun?" I'm like, "What you can shoot accurately under pressure." Yeah. Yes. 
I don't care if it's, a, if, if it's a Kasul, if it's a freaking nine mil. If yeah. you can't pull yeah. your gun out and shoot it accurately yeah. when yeah. a bear's charging you, yeah. it's a lead weight. You're shooting yeah. 300 grain out of 454, but you don't hit nothing. What yeah, do, it's what not going to make doesn't any do, difference. Right? Yeah. yeah. And that's why, and, and all my friends give me grief, that's why I carry that gun because I've carried that gun. I've shot hundreds of thousands of rounds through that gun. Mm. I know I can pull it and I can shoot mm. 10 rounds yeah. in a paper plate at right. the moving target, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to carry as a bear defense gun because that's what I'm most comfortable with, and mm. I know I can hit something have you, at me. Have that's you seen those chest holsters out of uh, Wasilla? I mean, they have them over at Sportsman's now. I forget yeah. the name, but oh. they're highly adjustable. That's what I use because you know, I'm a fisherman and a hunter, yep. and there's always some sort of chest thing. What's his name that makes it? So, so Diamond D? Are you talking about D? No. They're, they're like it's almost an exact replica of the, no, the Kenai chest holster. I don't know what that looks like. From though. Gunfighter Inc.? It has like six clips on each side oh, and then, no, I'm thinking of and then two thing. on the bottom, two on the top. And then so then you can adjust it anyway <laughs> in terms of like the angle the holster's at okay. and oh. the height it is on you. So like when oh. I'm wearing my waders, I use different ones <laughs> different because, ones. because I can slip in this way. Makes sense. And then when I'm wearing my bino harness, I want to slip in this way and it won't catch on anything that way. Oh. Interesting. But, oh. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to check that. Yeah. I've kind of anyway. designed my own. You're not running a revolver or no, it is a revolver. Oh, okay. 44, but it sits in the same case that you same can put case. any of the other ones. Oh, in. okay. The same holster. Yeah. Yeah. I have a 44 air like tactical. It style. looks it looks like a tactical style, but it okay. kind of like can shift. Huh. It, they That's they neat. were made for for, for this condition, like every, right? Yeah, mm. whether you're running a bino harness or something for your chest rig, yeah. or you're fishing with all your millions of gear. We right. run nowadays. Yeah. 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 Hot tip. Hot tip. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Tyler. Thanks for coming in, man. Hey, thank you guys for having me. This is this has been awesome. It was fun. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. yeah, you were great, dude. Uh, I'm happy to be here and hopefully get to come back again soon. And like I said, you guys are going to probably hear from me more often than not. So. Good. Yeah, please right. reach out, share photos, share videos. Yeah, we'll get out and go do yeah, some we'll sort get, of adventure. We'll get yeah, some man. merch to go out there and, you know. Heck, yeah, flash, we got to get you guys down. Camera. You guys come to Kenai? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll come. Uh, you got a place to stay. Sweet. You can stay in the gear room. All right. Oh. <laughs> Just checking out what's all envy. <laughs> yeah. The envy garden. Yeah, thanks for... Uh, <laughs> You know, thanks for what you're doing as uh, a new Alaskan. Um, I think this process has created a, a space for me to um, appreciate more new Alaskans maybe than I did as a lifelong Alaskan. Mm -hmm. I think I was a little bit um, greedy with Alaska, with the space, with what we have to offer. Um, and over time, I've decided that I actually embrace folks that want to come up here and live the lifestyle. And you've come up here, you've wrapped your arms around it, and you've made it yours, and you call yourself an Alaskan, oh, right? I, yeah. And I might be lifelong, you're here for four years, but you're just as Alaskan as anybody else. So welcome to the club. Congratulations for all your success thus far. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best of luck and uh, – fruits of your labor uh, as you move forward man appreciate it thank you oh yeah yeah, yeah. thank right you on. all once again it's uh at rome wild underscore on instagram and you have a website too right that you sell your your i do yeah i sell some prints there what's the website again it's uh rome wild productions well, rome wild productions.com yeah check out the website yeah. sick 
So. All right, right on, right on. <clears throat> Thanks, Tyler. Thank you, Alaska, for listening. Um, Patreon.com slash Alaska Wild Project, AlaskaWildProject.com. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the support. Thank you to all the sponsors. And thank you, Tyler, for spending your time with us tonight. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Care, Alaska, brother. as always, stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Unmanly to say they cannot do it.